tonight on Boys of the Golden Throne, we are introducing the Chuds! <laughs> so, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Boys of the Golden Throne. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Hello. Hello, hello. So, uh, yeah, what's, uh, what's happened on this episode is we're going to be doing uh, what our normal hobby talk, what we've been doing lately. Um, I guess we'll introduce somebody new, a few people new this episode, and uh, we're going to start with our first boy in our main segment today. Uh, we're going to talk about me and AJ's hobby talk, and if Chad wants to interject about his hobby talk, he can feel free. I don't okay. know if he's done any hobbying. Uh, I have done. Ooh. I don't. I'm not. I'm not on your level. I'm sure, but I've done done a bit. And then uh, we're gonna do our main segment, which is talking about us going to Viva Las Vegas for the yeah. Super stoked! Yeah, it's like the Rufio of partying. Elvio, Elvio, Elvio. Yeah. Uh, so AJ, what have you been doing in your hobby time lately? Oh God. Um, I think we're. I think because of timing, uh, let's let let's let Chad go in, and then I think you and I should clip ours in. We'll do Yo, some yeah. some editing foo because of our recording schedule. <laughs> Chad, a little, a little peek behind the curtain. Yeah. What have you been doing lately? Um, nothing too exciting. I'm, uh, painting some crisis suits because... You're a dirty towel player? I I am a dirty towel player. That explains so so much. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, funny story. I picked towel, um, like a year ago. And, like, I've been very, very slowly getting into the hobby. But I'm going to pick up the pace before LVO for obvious reasons. You're going to bring your gay game, man. You're going to look at the shit. But... (laughs) I just I just pick them because I fucking hate the psychic phase. Oh. And I, I like shooting. So it's like, oh, this works. And then it turns out, as I've discovered, as I've, like, gotten back into 40K and the hobby, that, like, Tau really suits my personality. And that it's, like, the dick You're power gamer communist. army. <laughs> and I'm a space communist. Like, it just, like, it fits so well. And uh, my buddies who are in the hobby here in Toronto, at, like every time we hang out, I'll make a reference to like, oh, I'm gonna like man to drop the shit out of you guys, and they're like, fuck, Tao always has a new rule. And you think you're, you think I'm just thinking like, if you really don't like the psychic phase right now, you're really not gonna like it after LVO. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> Some of the four but you're playing in the friendly, so let's hopefully yeah. it will be actually friendly. Yeah, uh, right. <laughs> just get super loaded and just be like, let's party! Do what I did at Kippers last year. Well, that's sort of the plan. That's, that's the plan. Sort of, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and so, how are you? Um, how are you approaching your your painting? Like, what kind of scheme are you doing? Um, I kind of came up with my own scheme. It's predominantly white with picked out with orange, and then it's um, like you know the little towel logo. I'm doing that in copper. So they sound like okay. are they creamsicles? Yeah, they're sort of creamsicles. Oh, delicious. <laughs> um, I like to think of them as pylons. Oh. Uh, 
You must um, construct additional pylons. But I got <laughs> some uh, Zone Mortalis uh, bases. Oh, oh yeah, that's sweet. So I'm going to do that, and I'm going to buy some uh, some persons. I don't know. Someone on eBay, I'm going to get some Tyranids, and I'm oh. going to dice them up. And the dice story, them up? The story for my... Uh, my army is going to be that it's a new Tau Sept that the Tau have just, like, battle-readied. Uh, and uh, an Imperial Space Hulk floated into their sector. They couldn't raise it on comms, and when they went in, they found that the entire Space Hulk had been in, uh, uh, wiped out by Tyranids. And so now they don't trust the Imperium or any Xenos. Uh, so that's what I'm going for in terms of the theme of my army. Nice. Uh, because I'm not expecting to win any games, so I figure I <laughs> better be well painted and like have them work as a theme. And I also figure because my figures are like bright with the white and the orange with the zone mortalis bases, I could do something a lot darker. Like I'll yeah. spray them black and then dry brush them with dark grays and stuff for like the, that. So for the contrast, nice contrast of the base to model. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. yeah. So well, and, and then like with purple or dark tyranids or whatever, that'll also help them pop. So yeah. that's the game plan. Sweet man, that sounds like a good plan. I like uh, I like how you're like they they need to look good because I'm mostly going to be losing. It's much <laughs> like my game. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like I haven't played 40k Eighth Edition ever, and I haven't played in like years. So. I know that I'm going to have some flaws in my strategy and I've got to get up to speed in a hurry. And like I have a game plan in terms of practicing playing where I'm going to try to yeah. play every week. Nice. Uh, starting in October. I'm actually going to play with a couple of our buddies next week, but that's just going to be small scale, small like game. basically kill team. Yeah, yeah. So. And that's yeah. kill team, that would be the seventh ed rules. I would. Imagine, right? Uh, Heralds of Ruin have 8th edition kill team rules now. Yeah. Okay. So cool. we're going to get up to speed on that. Sweet. And then I have a shit ton of painting to do because <laughs> Sounds like it. I do not have a lot of figures. So. Well, yeah, I, both you and Teo are got a lot of... <laughs> Got a lot of white to paint. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's got to paint it all in 45 days, though, <laughs> as, as as per our current recording. Yeah. <laughs> right See, your, your mistake is that I've got two or three buddies here. I have three buddies here who I'll, I'll name names because hopefully they'll listen to this. Gord, AK, and Duncan. And they're not, like, building towards any tournament. And I've already warned them where I'm like, guys, in January, if my army's not done, like FYI, we're all just gonna sit and paint Tau. <laughs> <laughs> like nice. just as a heads up, and I've gotten, <laughs> I've gotten some like Gord's like yeah, of course, no problem, and Doug's like yeah, sounds cool, and AK's like AK's like you. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can. Uh, why did I have a feeling it was going that way? <laughs> I totally get that though. I'd be, I'd be the same. I'd be like I. I got my own shit to deal with yeah. right now, <laughs> but you should that's be able awesome. To do it. You got some time. You got some time. Yeah, yeah. I'm not too worried. It'll be fine. <laughs> right uh, on. All right. Uh, well, let's uh, let's do some. Is that all your uh, your current uh, hobby updates right now, Chad? Yeah, that's it for me. That's all. All delicious. right. 
So let's do some uh, crazy uh, editing splices with the... Oh, we get to introduce the new flugelhorn. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> flugelhorn intro yeah. editing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, let's... Uh, Let's let the flugelhorns play. <laughs> let the flugelhorns play. both did the hand symbols <laughs> <laughs> yes you can see me i keep forgetting yeah you that. can't see me but i was totally doing with them with you <laughs> you have to do it it's the only way that the, right. the time travel works right i'm just wheezing yes. the juice uh, i missed chad already <laughs> damn you chad why can't you be here right now uh soon soon he will be with us <laughs> in, in vegas no snap okay yes. yeah Excellent. So now let's continue. Now that we've done a little time travel, let's uh, talk about our hobby talk. And we're here now with our buddy, John. John, say hi to the, the listeners. Hey. <laughs> All right. Uh, he's very a, nervous. He's nervous. It's past his bedtime. So, uh, you know, he'll, he'll warm up. <laughs> so let's uh let's let's talk about uh let's have a little announcement though before we really get into the hobby talk oh, uh, announce um, us announce yeah. so a little while ago uh when the lvo like got announced i saw that there wasn't a narrative event there wasn't any friendly event there was just the the main you know com- the championship 30k and I was a little bit bummed, uh, so I <laughs> sent off a, an email to Frontline Gaming, and uh, fast forward, you know, two months and or whatever it's been, and they've uh, paired me up with uh, a, bu- a buddy uh, that I've now met named David with uh, Northwest 30K, and we're uh, going to be putting on a narrative event at this year's uh, LVO. Uh, so yeah, tickets are on sale now. Can it's kind of crazy. Can we announce <laughs> it as the bot GT? The bot GT. The bot GT. <laughs> oh man, that's I didn't even think about that. That's we totally need to name the a, bot an GT event. The bot GT North narrative event. <laughs> no, it's gonna be the the LVO thirty K. The, the LVO thirty K narrative event brought to you by <laughs> bot GT. Bot GT and. <laughs> most yes so our our it's great our, our buddy david has been uh he's been in his uh skunk works working on like some crazy missions some really cool there's gonna be some really cool stuff i'm i'm so jacked about this so i'm gonna give everyone just a quick little rundown of what's gonna go on there's gonna be five rounds three rounds on the first day uh, two rounds on the second day. The last round is going to be a doubles game. And every what? single one doubles, yeah, oh. you know. So after you've... A bit of dub-dubs. Uh, dub-dubs, exactly, John. So, uh, you know, 
after you've done four rounds and you've met a whole bunch of cool dudes, you know, you might you <laughs> might have a grudge match in mind. You might want to pair up with some dude to take on some other dude or lovely lady. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, so we're gonna have custom missions for the entire event. They're really cool. They're very narrative driven. Like they, you know, props to Dave. He's he's put together some sweet, sweet missions that I can't wait to start uh, playing sweet, myself. Sweet deets. Some sweet deets, yeah. <laughs> and not only do we have these custom missions for each round, we're also, as part of everyone's player pack, you're going to be given a set of special missions to accomplish throughout the course of the entire weekend. So, Which is awesome. It is quite awesome. They're going to, you know, you might get you know, over the course of the weekend, kill two apothecaries or slay someone's warlord with your warlord in in hand-to-hand combat. Or, you know, there's a whole bunch of crazy different rules. I think you get maybe uh, five special missions each that give you additional tournament points. Um, and not only that, we're also going to have a character progression slash unit progression table that... Like a veterancy table. Exactly. But after each round, you get to choose either a unit or a character and you say, all right, I'm going to choose, you know, this tactical squad or, you know, this uh, Magos of mine or something like that. You choose it and then you make a roll on uh, a 2d6 roll and consult this little chart and you might get, you know, plus one attack or three wound just errands. <laughs> you might get there is there is a plus one for the squad squad which is a little crazy a little scary but you have to roll box cars right so so let's keep that Dude, in I mind think it would be actually awesome rolling box cars on like a 20-man tactical squad <laughs> yeah that'd be absolutely crazy yeah. but i think it's gonna be cool as hell like oh, it's yeah, just totally. gonna it's gonna really you know i've been trying to make my events you know, as a narrative as possible. And then I saw this guy, David's his, the stuff he's put together for this event just blew my socks off. So I am super jacked. I, you know, I'm trading off gaming for two days to, to help put this thing on, but I don't care. It's going to be so fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. You know, well, we're still going to get to hang out all weekend. So it doesn't Oh, matter. totally. I'm just going to, this is what I love, man. I'm just going to get to go around and have a beer in my hand and just, you know, check out all these wicked armies see you're just gonna follow me and tail around and like chirp in the background oh there's gonna be a whole lot of chirping absolutely <laughs> especially to you guys oh and i don't know this for sure but i have heard that greg dan from the imperial truth is going to be at lbo I heard, yes and if greg dan is going to come i'm pretty sure if he's got to got to choose between two events I'm just going to throw it out there. I'm going to guess he's going to play narrative. Just be like, just come to the bot GT. Bot GT, Dan. <laughs> That's what, yeah, I'm just so... going to dub it the bot GT, even though it's not even the name for it at all. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can just keep saying that and potentially confuse people. <laughs> what are you talking about? This is another event? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, pretty cool. It's, uh, you know, I've basically put this victoria heresy thing together in what the last year year <laughs> it's been it's and, been a quick yeah. process it has been it's, it's been so. pretty cool so yeah get your tickets 
if you already have tickets to the LVO's 30K um, event, just uh, email uh, Frankie at FrontlineGaming.org, and uh, you can switch over to the event. And uh, really, really looking forward to seeing you, seeing you there potentially. So, well, I know I'm gonna see you there. Oh, I'm yeah, gonna yeah. see John there. <laughs> so, and we're gonna see Chud there, but he's not playing the event. Yeah, he's gonna be watching. I think that it's well, we stated it's to, it's our goal to convert yeah, yeah. Jet. Yeah. Are we gonna be like in three seats next to each other? Get in this mic. Get are, it. Are we gonna be like on the plane, like all side by side, packed in? Yeah, you're gonna be in the middle. Oh yeah. Hot. <laughs> Sweaty. It's yeah. You better better wear no, that John, cut off. John, we we gotta put AJ in the middle. Could be an Oreo. Dark on the outside, white in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> sexy yes <laughs> so uh so yeah that's uh that's the big announcement um it's pretty pretty cool so uh viva las vegas um but we got some other we got not really crazy news but it's let's cool. just it's pretty cool news but we've been uh we've been talking to a lot of dudes lately lots we met a lot of dudes on the internet lately a lot of dudes on the internet lots of dudes lots of lipstick there's been a lot of lipstick. A lot of lipstick, a lot of dudes. Take that for, you know... Whatever you want. Whichever way... Yeah, whatever you want. 30K Curious dudes, or... Sorry? 30K Curious dudes, No, they're... Or... Oh, they're... Hard, they're hard. They're hard. <laughs> yes. Like rock hard. Yeah. Like fishnets hard. Like hung like horse hard, or... Like hashtag hard for heresy. Yeah. OG. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, you know, we'll just leave it at that and say uh, say hi to some uh, the, some new new listeners we might have. You guys upset. know who you are. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, let's uh, let's get in the hobby talk. Let's let's actually move into this section. And uh, John, because you're our our guest, you're you're, you're going to start off. You're the new guy. So what uh, what kind of stuff have you been doing? In, let's say in like the last month in in the hobby. Interesting. Interesting. Very, very <laughs> compelling. I have not gotten a lot, a ton done. Well, what have you been? What have you been working on? I've actually, I did get that Land Raider Achilles put together. Yeah, finally. Finally, it's been, after uh, it's been like half built. Yeah, for... we should have. We should have actually had a shame <laughs> section <laughs> before this, because that thing has been like what you've been talking about that since I met you, basically. I think that has been. About a year. About a year. Yeah. Just with the parts <laughs> sitting there. Um, yeah. So I got that put together finally. Found the get in this found, found the sponsons I needed to put together. I need to get some black spray on it at least because it's like half black now and half gray. It's okay. mulatto. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I haven't I haven't done a ton outside of that. I did get that coat on the uh, that draw pod. Thanks to you. You've been also working on your, yeah, your custodes as well. working on the custodes a little bit. I've done some building. Yeah. Uh, the, we built. know the one big thing you did for your custodes. Yeah, so I got a commission job done um, by a guy named John Moggy McGee on a Telemon Dreadnought. Um, I'm sure like lots, most people listening to this, I imagine if they're on the Facebook pages, have probably come across some of his stuff at some point because it's constantly featured in the forge world oh yeah his stuff's really? gorgeous. It, a lot yeah his stuff is fucking gorgeous it is 
And it, and his paint style really lends to the custodes because it's very clean. He doesn't do dirty, gritty stuff so much, and he doesn't seem to do a lot of weathering. So but not a lot of Death Guard clean stuff coming. Yeah, <laughs> you probably see lots of Emperor's Children, lots of custodes, things like that. Yeah, I've seen him do some Imperial Fists, and um, and I like I like his Space Marine stuff, but it doesn't have a ton of weathering so it's very um it looks very clean and tidy but it's not necessarily the style that i would necessarily go with space marines but with these custodes it looks because it's just like yeah he he does he does a terrific job well it's super fresh and he's like that red that he's doing is like super yeah yeah and he's good at posing models too so that talamon like Every dreadnought he's ever posed, and I'm, I'm a huge snob for posing dreadnoughts. Yeah, like I'll, I'll call I'll call fools and I look <laughs> shitty. Like fools like me. Yeah, like like you know, like the Leviathan, and it's standing with its legs all squat, standing straight ahead. Okay, the other Leviathan I did was no, the other a lot Leviathan better. looks great. Yeah, <laughs> but yes, the other my first Leviathan does look like he's squatting and taking yeah. a poop. <laughs> oh, it's not a years I've seen. But no, no, I like I posing dreadnoughts is like super fun in 30k. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like uh, the well, contenders, so the best many kit. better options for dreadnoughts. Well, and they're so like I have a very weird boy crush. Like like <laughs> dreadnoughts to me are very like when I was a kid and I first got into Warhammer. Like dreadnoughts are one of the first things that pulled to me, mm-hmm. and um. So I've always they, they've always sort of been a did thing you, that did you, to like did you pull to it? I pulled on it. Give <laughs> <laughs> it a little. <laughs> but yeah, I, I remember when those uh, when the, when Forge World did those uh, contemptors and like that just how hard for heresy was contemptors. It, it really is, yeah. Like actually, that was the first model I ever bought. So. But putting them together is super fun, and, yeah. the, and the amount of actual like emotion that you can get out of them is great. But back to that Telamon, um, yeah, the, the pose is just terrific on it. It just looks like it's in action. It's beautiful, black and uh, gold and candy red. Yeah, I should I should post a I'll post up a picture of it actually on on the Facebook yeah. page so people can take a look at it. No, it was great though. I'm really happy with it, and uh, yeah, and I've been uh, building a few of my custodes. Um, I there's a, there's some stuff now because I don't have an airbrush, and AJ here does. And there's certain things that I don't want to do without an airbrush. Now that I've got that Telamon. Oh uh, yeah, you can't can't lower the quality of the rest of the army just. Well, it's specifically the vehicles. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I can't really like brush these and have them look even close. So. There's certain things that I'm not fully building yet, and I'm kind of just sitting on. But the I've been getting to work on the troops a little bit. I still have ten unbuilt, but um, cool. yeah, I, I got another custode built, uh, built and painted. Um, so did you get those? Was... Did you get the ones that I base coated with the airbrush? Are those done? Yeah. So there's one more uh, spear one to do. So okay. I have three. I have four spear ones done now, which is I've done very little work in reality. But uh, when I have that one done, then I have five shield ones to do. Okay. And I'm and then I'm caught up on those. Yeah. Sweet. Right on. And then I got a tribune I could work on, but I'm a little intimidated by it. So without it, gorgeous, that's that's such a gorgeous model though. It's model. Yeah. And I'm and I'm no a little shield intimidated on it, by right? the beard. No shield. No shield yet. Yeah. yeah, okay. <laughs> one, 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 shields are for <laughs> Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, I'm a little intimidated by the beard on that model because I want it to actually look textured and good. And I've never painted um, 
I've never painted that kind of hair before, so I'm a little bit like, I'm pretty okay at faces. I think you've seen some of those. Yeah, stuff. you're like, I'm you're definitely faces, good. But I'm scared of faces. That's why I do. They're a little like helmets. Mechanicum and <laughs> all helmet and <laughs> Marines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much what I've done. Um, I just now I need to get to work for Kippers here and get my sons of Horus. So. What do you have to get done for Kippers? I need a, thirty days uh, and counting. Uh, two, two, <laughs> two regular Legion Terminators and a uh, drop pod, basically, and then another drop pod. I need to get some dry brushing done on it. Sweet, and you're pretty much running like a a drop Sons of Horus list. Yeah, prior to the Legion, uh, yeah, it'd be mostly just Aaron and Horus and. Uh, it's pretty much the same, <laughs> pretty much the same list that you're running when we played the other night, yeah. and and yeah. had the crazy. I talked about it on the last, uh, the last episode. Yeah, I was taking five wins. Oh, it was yeah. It was like, oh my god. <laughs> I was saying it was like one of the best games I've had. Three, he got three wounds back from it. Will not die. Yeah, killed just... like <laughs> five cast. No, two, four oh, cast and a Thanatar. It's such a such a fun game. Ridiculous. Yeah, definitely. That Definitely a little bad. bit of swearing at the end for me. <laughs> hey, you're telling me about this game that he like pulled it out of his ass somehow. Yeah, that. that oh, dude, like it was, it was like, man, it was so bad. <laughs> he, dropped, he dropped a Thanatar sh- shot on Horus's squad, and I decided to tank all the wounds with Horus. And I think it was like nine wounds he did. I failed. No, it was. It wasn't even that many. I think it was like seven wounds he did. I failed five of them. So Horace was just straight up down to one wound on the first turn, and then I, and then yeah. you just you nuked some other stuff like you killed a bunch. I killed, killed like seven just Aaron, like, and it was bad. yeah, it was. And but you turned it around like Somehow. it. it well, I just I just got into combat and then and then like kept getting it will not die rolls and rolling like threes or rolling three extra attacks with the uh, the God uh, of War thing. Is my, like I I don't. <laughs> I don't like blaming things on my dice, but you—you uh, you are one person that can actually like, you know, I you've seen it. You you've seen how really how bad. I have like an an amazing ability to run roll was ones, ones and twos. Ones oh yeah, like there was, there I think was, I rolled five, five ones. five ones or something. It was four. You rolled five ones and then in seven failed. dice. And then you failed all the saves. Because you took two <laughs> Castellax, took two wounds, and one Castellax took one wound. Yeah, I also, uh, I, I don't know if I mentioned this in the last episode, Teo, but opened up with a, you know, using Cyberthurgy to double shoot a whole bunch of the Castellax, four. four of them <laughs> with their Darkfire yeah. lances. Mm-hmm. And, like, I almost, like, whittled the, the squad down to half strength by just doing overheats of rolling yeah. ones it was oh the worst. i am just like the king of rolling ones so <laughs> if i actually do need to play at kippers i like i'm i'm not gonna bring dice to kippers and if i she need to do it i'm just gonna have to run over and be like jen i need like a handful of kippers dice because <laughs> <laughs> i'm not using mine it's just no. cursed Someone like threw him in the microwave or something. But... <laughs> John's just like drilling him and fucking him with him every time he comes over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like, I like, I play the legit ones for the first bit and then I just start pulling out the fake fakies. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, anything else uh, for, for your hobby progress? 
No. All right. Sweet. Well, let's uh, let's kick it over to you there, big guy. Uh, uh, what's so, been going on? Well, um, my hobby stuff has been I put together some I put together ba- I made bases for some Dark Age stuff to play with with Bree. Um, and then I stupidly put together Iron Warriors stuff instead. Um, instead of painting my white scars. Yeah, I saw that. I was going to call you out on it. You know, 30 days. Yeah, well, actually, so, so, (laughs) on the other's point, um, I got a ton done on my white scars the other night, because, so, my youngest, it was my fault, I left my painting stuff out, and she (laughs) painted the entire front of my fire raptor, a bunch of greens and stuff. Oh my god! <laughs> See, I told John that you had you had something to tell. I asked him, so, I'm like, so did you hear what happened to his his plane? He's like, no. I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna tell you. One hundred percent my fault. Um, like, I like went to bed and she hasn't been like the best sleeper lately, so she like stayed up and painted some green and stuff. It was my fault. Oh my I, god! It was like the elves at yeah, at night. That night. Was it painted already? It had no. its initial colors oh. and some stuff on there. Like it had the whites and the reds ready to go. Send if you can send the picture over. It's, uh, I don't have it anymore, but I've already fixed it. Uh, so now, but now, but now it's a big angry redheaded machine. So then I just painted the entire front red. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look it's gonna like look a work truck. <laughs> no, it, it's, it's, it's tasteful, but like I'm definitely gonna make some phallic innuendos when I'm flying. Yeah, it's gonna look like a flying throbbing member. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just just raining pain on people. Um, so yeah, so but I also but she was super excited for me to do that. But then my dog, my two year old, who's almost three help me airbrush washes onto all my white scars. And? And it came out great. <laughs> it came out great. John and I just really looked at each other like... like yeah. uh... <laughs> she, she helped me and it came out great and now everything's got a lot more depth. Everything's got like... All the, the whites are popping a lot more. It's all grayer now, but it means okay. all the, there's a lot more depth to all the models and all that's good to go, so... So I don't did know you use the, a gray wash or yeah so the the new vallejo light gray wash okay super nice brings out it makes the white pop and then it's gonna go over it but i don't think i'm gonna go re-go over it until after kippers and i'm gonna get everything else done so they're not gonna be as bright as they could be for kippers but they'll be more than tabletop white okay. terrifies me i've yeah. only ever painted one white model <laughs> an so apothecary yeah, yeah. An apothecary yeah you know? um so that's good. I got that. I also built my Damocles Command Rhino for them. So nice. my scars are actually on back on track now, which is good. Uh, has has the terrain side of things? I haven't touched it. Uh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm just working working tons and then like normal like family duties. So I haven't touched any yeah, more terrain. Uh, and then, like I said earlier, I stupidly built more Iron Warriors and then had a game with them. <laughs> When I probably shouldn't have. Is that the game that you just came from? No, no. I played some 8th today. I just, just want to get out of the house for a bit. 
But uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I uh, know I played it uh, the other day. I played my Iron Warriors, which is probably not the smartest decision when I have to paint like fifteen jet bikes and. <laughs> Yeah, it's got to get you out of the rhythm of. Yeah, you gotta you gotta be in the mind of a crazy Mongol right that's now. That's the thing. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is like I, it's been like painfully hard to want to paint anything. Have you played your scars? Oh yeah, a bunch, bunch of times actually. In one. How of, do they actually? Um, how do they do? Really well. I played Matt last Thursday and like tabled him by turn three. Yeah, he really? told he told me about that. He said he you took it too I hard. I have no idea what to expect from them. I know that they're yeah, they're fast. They seem powerful. So fast. <clears throat> so, uh, but yeah, that was that's my hobbying. Um, oh, um, I did get to clear out my gaming closet. Oh, what do you find? Uh, a bunch of stuff. I put into bits, ton of bits, but uh, I like threw out like probably two garbage bags worth of just crap. <laughs> garbage bags yeah. like big garbage bags yeah like bo- uh, box sets boxes and like old sprues and crap like that like with shit on them like garbage bags yeah yeah no no, no but like, like with sh- I, I, I took stuff on the sprues oh yeah i took everything off the sprue but would it's... i have wanted any of that <laughs> <laughs> probably but no i threw away area like... <laughs> my girlfriend definitely doesn't <laughs> So that was that's been my hobbying. So the white scars are back on track. I Iron Warriors I built stupidly, and uh, yeah, it's a great way to stay in shape. <laughs> All right. Uh, how about you, AJ? What have you been up to? Oh well, I've actually uh, got a good little uh, good little amount done. My uh, I've been I got a little bit more progress. I don't know if the lights really bad in here, but you might be able to see. Oh yeah, you showed me him the other day. Yeah, I got awesome. so I got a little bit more, another coat of red, just a little bit more progress on my Magos. Um, got a few more red highlights, and then I've washed the whole thing. Um, so basically, now it's just doing the little details and the lenses and some uh, just some highlights and stuff like that. Um, so he's getting to be done. I'm hoping to have him done for Kippers, just in case I need to play. Um, would you be traitor? I'd be whatever. I'd, I'd be whatever you need me to be, John. <laughs> um, what are but, our signups uh, right now for Kippers? We still, it's that illustrious last spot needs to be. Is it traitor? Needs or... to be filled. It is loyalist. Loyalist. Okay, I'll, I'll start screaming at some people. Yeah, you got you got potentials. I got a potential. He's just he's just okay. his ass. All right. Well, sweet. Get let the whips crack. What does he play? Yeah, what does he play? Salamanders. Ooh, Sally's. Oh, oh I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Who? Who? The guy in our chat. Gilly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Does he have Volgan? He does. And fire drakes. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> But in a good way. It was just his pants were slow at each one of those things he said, just getting like a little, a little higher. A little higher, yeah, exactly. Like, oh, it's so cool. <laughs> John really loves the big black ones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, um, basically, I got a little bit more work on my Magos done. I also finally built my Mechanicum. Uh, uh, me- what is it? It's ma- macro explorator. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
yeah, so the the Mechanicum Land Raider, I've basically built that and got it base coded. And then I've been doing, I've almost got all my Mechanicum buildings done. I just have like all the washes are done. I just need to do a little bit more dry brushing and some technical paints on it. And then that will be done. I hopefully will get that done this weekend um, so I can move on to the rest of the terrain that I need to get done for Kippers. Um so doing that, and then I also um, I got one of those free Primaris Marines when they came out at 8th, or yeah. when 8th came out. And I was like, well, I don't know what to really do with this. I'm not going to use it. Um, so I ended up, I made this little thing, this little piece of terrain. So I just got a couple of the the balcony GW like parapet kind of walls that come in the city terrain, mm-hmm. and then just got a little one you know, piece in the center there and mounted it on there and have painted them up like a little bronze statue. So just a little piece of small scattered terrain for the city table. And then I've been slowly but surely filling um, the GW um, mission or whatever. They're like objective objective markers, that new set. I've been slowly filling like the Tyranid tank thing with water effects so it's still taking wanna, a while, eh? Oh yeah, it's taking a little while to cure. It's gonna take me like a month to like <laughs> fill it. For like the tiniest you can only, little container. Well, you can only fill up like a little, like I think max like one centimeter at a time, mm-hmm. or it won't cure properly, and it will. You'll have like a, you know, a dense white spot or something <laughs> like that, and it's clear. So it it takes time. I hate those. Yeah, those <laughs> dense dead. white spots. <laughs> so i've been doing that and then i think i've got another update i'm gonna do a matt update i think this is almost like turning into matt update (laughs) it's turning into uh an ongoing segment so matt just like made a colossal order yes he did and like both girth and length yes (laughs) like it was over i'm not even I'm not gonna say how much it is, just in case, like for some reason, his his lovely girlfriend <laughs> listens to this in, oh, in the car sure. or something. Well, actually, oh, she okay. she listened to the Varangian her- Heresy episode that I was on with Matt in the car. <laughs> yeah, so it could happen. So we won't say it. But anyway, he made a huge order, and he he throws out to me the other day when he was down here visiting me. It's like, oh yeah, now I'm gonna I'm starting to build a Sons of Horus. Army. <laughs> so he's out of control. He's, like he's, he's full on. Yeah. Yeah. And John is super jack that he's gonna yeah. have another Sons of the Short Shorts in his corner. <laughs> sons of the Short Shorts. Not enough Sons of Horus players. There's not enough. The best Legion, and no one, no one plays them. There's so many Sons of Horus players. I don't see them that much. No. I actually, there was a vote. I can't remember. I think maybe it was. Uh, oh, it was um. It was Radio Free Esteban. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wasn't it like and Imperial there was a vote. And Alpha Legion were like the highest. Alpha Legion was the highest. And then, yeah, Imperial Fist was pretty high. I don't know if it was the I second. Mean, now it would be Custodes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, well, there is like, yeah, I know that one was pretty high of like what people wanted to play. They The first poll that they did, the Custodes was like the biggest or whatever. Yeah. But because they could let people choose multiple armies. Yeah. 
And so everyone, it was like right after the Prospero box dropped. Oh, yeah. So everyone's like, oh, well, I have custodes. Like, I'll like click that. Storm, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're the next one. They only let people choose one army. So yeah. it was, I think, a little bit more true to form. But uh, yeah, so Matt's getting crazy, you know. You look what you've done. I'm gonna teach him all the nasty sons of horror secrets too. You guys are gonna be like, damn it! Don't do that. Let him learn its own. Mistake. I already have all to deal. I have to play now. you enough. <laughs> deal with your. You're like the ultimate like counter to my mechanicum. But in a sexy way. Yeah. So that's uh, that's kind of my. I can't really think of anything else I've been doing other than I got told to clean up my hobby area by the missus the other day. So. Had to do that. Got to keep it, <laughs> keep it clean. Space you know, man. yeah. It's just like good personal hygiene. You know, you got to have good, good hobby area hygiene. <laughs> good paintbrush hygiene. You don't need hobby for Monday. No, you don't need ha- no. <laughs> no, no, no. And on that note, please shower before you come to any events. And <laughs> <laughs> deodorant. So yeah, right. let's. Uh, One of the first oh, major forty k tournaments I went to, I brought a can of Axe and gum. <laughs> you must have been the coolest fourteen year old. <laughs> no, I would I would spray my opponents with Axe body spray and give them so gum. All these forty k <laughs> chicks are just gonna want to get on top of this. <laughs> Fucking Axe deodorant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> why, why does Taste the Rainbow come to my hide? Uh, into your hind my hind <laughs> uh, there's only brown flavored ones <laughs> I only have the brown M&M's fucking baby. brown rainbows <laughs> <laughs> alright I think on that note let's uh, let's end the hobby talk uh, segment and uh, let's move on to our next segment yeah. where we are going to interview Mr. John. Yeah, so we're going to stop it right here, and we'll get back to you in a few momentarios. See you in a bit, guys. Through the magic of editing, we're able to splice in me and AJ's talking about our lives, and now we're going to do our little Chud for View. Chud for View? I love that. Chud for View. Chud for View. A preview of Chud. There's so many portmanteaus on this show. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's how I roll. I'm super into it. (laughs) All right. So, yeah. um, Chud. Is yes. one of our buddies that is going to be coming with us to the on our LVO trip. I have uh, never met this man in my life. I just want to point out. But you, <laughs> you, you seem to have met him in your mind. But we'll we'll get to that later. I've had a mental <laughs> chutting. Yes, you've had a mental chutting. So uh, yeah, like just a little brief, a little history. Chad and I, we've known each other what since like grade one, I think. Yeah, grade one. John Ross Robertson, or not John Ross John Robertson, Wanless. John Wanless yeah, represent. Together. I know. 
So many schools, too many years, too many beers. <laughs> Crushing beers in elementary school. Yeah, you know, hardcore. But yeah, uh, you know, Chad and I have known each other since back in the day in Toronto, elementary school. Um, we like, um, I guess we went to high school together, yep. stayed, stayed, uh, can't speak right now, stayed together it's friends like through the latter years after I've moved to BC and uh, gotten back into gaming like like me in the last couple of years and yeah. Uh, so yeah I talked to you about potentially wanting to come to the LVO and I know we, we talked about it when we were on uh, in Jamaica poolside you know bachelor party <laughs> living it up and uh, so yeah it's kind of just gone from from there so uh, wanted to have you on the on the podcast and I do mean, a little really, really you could say that it's really spiraled out of control <laughs> <laughs> All right. the that's hobby probably crack, more accurate but the hobby crack addiction or or our friendship <laughs> um, both <laughs> both sure <laughs> um so yeah we want to have you on the the podcast and uh um you, you know we we know you're not a heresy po- player but that's okay you know you're coming down as part of the crew for lvo so we wanted to have you on and talk about you know our usual or what will turn into our usual uh interview kind of questionnaire and uh talk about you know what you're looking forward to doing at the lvo what kind of you're you're expecting and then we'll do probably a much more intoxicated interview <laughs> in January when we're at the LVO and talk about it then and do like a little debrief and, uh, you know, get, get people's, uh, share your experience with our tons and tons of listeners. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Hi, John. <laughs> John's the only listener. It's okay. We yeah. do this all for him. <laughs> all for you, John. Yeah. Uh, yeah okay. So we're gonna uh, actually. I think I should kick it over, Teo, to you to you know talk about your <laughs> fantasy. My my up. Chad fantasy. Yeah, your Chad fantasies. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. What podcast did I sign up for? <laughs> um, we are called things, the Boys of the Golden Throne. Things are about to get intimate. <laughs> Okay, so my my Chud fantasy uh, <laughs> consists of I AJ was hosting a tournament in his area, and me and my buddy Nico came down. Uh, but I stayed at AJ's house, and Nico stayed at John's house. Uh, so staying at AJ's house, Matt came picked us up in the morning, and then you were talking about you talked to your friend Chud or something like that, or just okay because you're going to see him in Jamaica. Yeah, 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 and I was like, "Chud, who the fuck names himself Chud?" <laughs> <laughs> and AJ didn't even really explain why you're called Chud, just that you are Chud. So me <laughs> and Matt just invented this entire persona and person that we think a Chud should be. Okay, yeah. Can you tell me, like, lay it out for me? What is in your mind, what is my persona? Because this is the first time we've ever spoken. This is the first time we've ever <laughs> spoken. We've only spoken for like, what, like 10 minutes before we started yeah. recording? So like, sketch out, sketch out for me. So you're, while first you're of all, still relatively you're not like, what fresh. I imagine you look like at okay. all. I imagine a douchier hat wearing. 
Okay. I imagine you being such a, a ridiculous bro. It wasn't even funny. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I was super tempted to wear... I have a hoodie that says Chud and a hat, like a baseball hat that says Chud. You and what? Like gothic fonts. And I was, I was thinking of wearing it because I know that like this is a Skype video call and that like it'd be a good first impact. Oh yeah. But but as I was telling you, I'm hungover and it's like the kind of hungover where I get really overheated. Oh yeah yeah yeah. So I was like, I can't wear a hoodie. Like you guys are lucky. I'm wearing clothing right now. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I think we're. I think. I think we're. Yeah. I'm disappointed. No, You're I think, think we. We would have been lucky if you weren't wearing clothing. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, guys. I will bring the hoodie and the hat to Las Vegas. Oh, oh yes. dude. That's like you could. We need like. We need some like walk into the room music for that. Of you just like throwing up the hoodie with Chud. It'd be like. <laughs> We, we, you have your posse around you, like you're a, a boxer coming into the ring. <laughs> yeah, like a Ric Flair robe. Oh, yeah, now, now you just need a Chud towel. <laughs> oh, I mean, I, I think you have a Chud towel sounds like it's something you use to wipe up a bad party. Well, <laughs> I mean, that'd be a brown towel. <laughs> I am kind of a bad party, so oh, that's there you a... go. Well, that's, so my my assumption of who you were isn't far off. No, so yeah. far you're like, I mean, all my, I have a bunch of friends who are fucking hipsters, uh, and they always say that, it, like, I'm bro adjacent because I have a lot of the, the earmarks of a bro, and then they'll be like, oh, but, you know, you're not you play bro-y. Warhammer, yeah, I'm you're, like, you're I, a bro hammer, I'm a bro hammer, <laughs> there, there you go. go, yeah, so I imagine this, like, super bro who's just, all about his dudes, um, um, probably borderline homosexual. <laughs> I can't deny any of this so far. You cannot confirm or deny your bromosexual natures. Yeah, and just we like. I can confirm. <laughs> and so we like uh, the place we were playing the tournament. There's like I guess it was like an old legion or like hangout for old veterans. And yeah, there's like this. On the wall, there's, like, a horse's ass, and it was, like, the Asshole of the Year Award. And we're like, we should make the Chud Award. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which but... didn't even have, like, what you, how you would get the Chud Award. Just well, that, that one existed. that was my first question. Yeah. We didn't even it could change. A... The, yeah. You know, the winning criteria could change every single every, tournament. Every year, the Chud Award changes. <laughs> so you I see... mean, in my own self-aggrandizing way, can I suggest that the Chud Award go to the player who has the best, like, outfit. Like, you know how, obviously, armies are based off of how they're painted, or, like, judged based off how they're painted and theme and stuff. I'm talking about, like, the individual players, the vibe they put out there. I like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The general chudding? Yeah, like, for example, if they show up in a robe that's covered in sequins with their name on the back, like, they <laughs> probably want the Chud Award. That's I, the, yeah. I think we need to self-exploration. Yeah. Yeah. I think we need to get that into the gentleman's event in February. Oh yeah, that sounds good. The chud. Yeah. The, the chuddies. The, the chuddies. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. so that's my story of how I heard about Chud and me and Matt just like took it for a tangent. 
we started well, like yeah I'm not gonna lie you're a very intuitive young man and <laughs> uh, you pretty much nailed it, uh, I'm, it. A little, I'm a little creeped out that just based <laughs> off of my name you're able to really parse down my essence <laughs> well it's not exactly a common name I'm not gonna lie; it's not my given name. No, what? <laughs> not on my birth certificate. I'm disappointed. It's close, though. It's, it's close. 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 <laughs> I am just, you're not. You're not the man I thought you were going to be. <laughs> oh, <laughs> not the first time I've heard that. Oh God. So, <laughs> I. It's almost like we can skip the first question, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna ask it anyway, Chad. Uh, so, like, who are you, and what kind of man are you? <laughs> Uh, if you listen to our I, podcast, you would know why we're asking you that specific question. Oh, I, I do listen. I haven't even commented on your podcast. What? Yeah. I um, I like to describe myself as a professional gentleman of leisure. Ooh. Uh, that is, I, that that's is, the best answer so far. Yeah. Thank you. Um, like I'm basically talking about. I basically live a life of uh, luxury as best I can. Oh. That's that's what I try to do. Um, I'm a sports journalist, so I watch TV and sports. That's a job sport. for like fictitious movies. Yeah, like, that's a that's a that's a movie job. Like, yeah, that's just... that's Ray Romano on Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah, you're Ray Romano. <laughs> I mean, God, I hope not. <laughs> My name's Chad. <laughs> so you're a sports writer. Yeah. And um, aside from that, I just uh, like to eat good food and drink. And uh, I'm training for a half marathon and travel as much as I can. And, and getting well, clothes yeah. with your name on it. Getting clothes with my name on it. That's your hobby, buying well, clothes with your name on it. Yeah, Num- that's my number one hobby. Yeah, and then 40k is number two. <laughs> All I'm imagining is The Simpsons when uh, Disco Stu sees Homer's old jacket, Disco Stud. He's like, Stu, you should buy that. Disco Stu doesn't Dude advertise. Doesn't advertise. <laughs> <laughs> Chud's like, fuck that. Advertise the shit out of myself. Yeah. I well, I just like to. I I'm very big on having a strong brand. A strong personal brand. There you go. So, <laughs> this is like a running joke in Toronto's sports journalism circles. Well, they'll be where like my colleagues will be like, "Wow, that's so on brand for you!" Like you really that's so on brand. Yeah. <coughs> oh man, that's beautiful. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna hurt after this interview. <laughs> you're gonna, I feel like you're gonna get really famous in the next few years in the sporting community just on name alone. I hope not, so. Has nothing to do with your credentials or work ethic. No, certainly not on... my accomplishments. <laughs> no, but that's only if he changed his sports journalistic name to Chud. You oh, don't go yeah. by Chud in his sports journalism Why world. Not? Maybe that's what's keeping oh, you down. That, I go by not my that your name. <laughs> <laughs> I think you just killed AJ. <laughs> I think he's actually throwing up now. <laughs> oh, God. He's chutting, one might even say. You could. You could say that. 
Oh, I was glad I'm not drinking coffee right now. Oh, I'm so don't talk about coffee as a sore subject this morning. All right. Yes, listeners, we're actually recording this very early AM on behalf of of Senior Chud. Senior so, uh, Chud. Instead of yeah. drinking our usual craft beer, we're drinking. Well, some of us are drinking coffee, and others are drinking tea because their coffee machine is broken. I didn't mm. even make a tea. I am actually putting models together. <laughs> instead, no. that's my morning coffee. Putting yes. models together. The, the fumes of the glue will keep me going. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right. So now that we've we've gotten what kind of a man you are, a man of <laughs> leisure. Um, why don't you tell us a little history on like how you got into wargaming? Well, um, I started playing in grade seven with my douchebag friends. <laughs> um, like me? Like you. Um, and I, I think you and me and our buddy John Dowell kind of held out the longest. Like, I feel like we played it into, like, grade 9 or grade 10. Yeah. Uh, I remember going up to his place and having, like, a massive, like, third edition battle with you. Oh, uh, yeah. I remember that totally at his, at, at his place outside of Toronto. Yeah. In Aurora. Yeah. And totally. then, like, it kind of slipped out of the hobby. But then our buddy Neil and I got briefly back into it when we were like 18 which would be like what i guess fourth or fifth edition he was playing dark eldar like yeah dark eldar were out so i think that was third edition actually wasn't it third edition teo when when uh dark eldar came out weren't they in the box set yeah that was third edition yeah so so like it was it was around there. You know what? I think it was fourth edition. But anyway, we played like a couple times that summer. And like that entire period, I always played Dark Angels. And then um, last summer, uh, our buddy Gord, who I mentioned as one of my potential slave labor painters <laughs> in January, um, he and I had a super short lived podcast that lasted like three episodes. About what? Uh, it was just about like whatever topic struck us, oh, okay. um, and so there was one episode where we talked about Warhammer, and we got so jazzed about it that we're like, "Fuck it, we're adults. We've got disposable income. We should get back into it." <laughs> um, and so is that really how you guys got back in? You just yeah got yourselves all worked up on a podcast <laughs> and went yeah. out and dropped a bunch of money. Yeah, that's exactly that's amazing. It. And, and I'm so, just imagining the two guys just like sweating in their houses, needing to buy GW. Just like, yeah. oh yeah, okay, okay, yeah, we totally got to do this now. <laughs> Palm palms are getting sweatier by the minute. <laughs> exactly. But we had so we had a rule where we said you can't play the army that we played as kids. Like you got to try something new. Because oh. like I still have in my storage locker, like. An entire company's worth of Dark Angels, like, so like if we were to start playing again, I'd, and I stuck with Dark Angels, I'd be able to field an army, no problem. Like tomorrow, just have to like lose. Have some you guys looked at those in the last while, though? No, I don't want to. Yeah, sure <laughs> you make yourself super sad. <laughs> um, so I settled on Tau, um, and Gord, who used to play Space Wolves, settled on Orcs. And our buddy AK, um, who'd played Eldar, he has a very short attention span, and he decided to be both Dark Angels and Chaos. 
Ooh. And that, then, that so fits. just chaos. That just dark angels. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you watch your mouth. Uh, <laughs> and so yeah, so we've gone back into it, and mainly um, like we've been wanting to do kill team, and uh, and just been enjoying the painting, and like the cool thing about getting back into you're the adults hobby. now, you can enjoy yeah. the hobby. Well, and there's so many more resources now, right? Yeah. Like. And you're, as an adult, you're better at planning and, like, instead of just slapping paint on, you're like, okay, like, we were speaking before about having contrasting colors and just, like, more organized. And with all the amazing YouTube videos out there on, like, painting tips, like, the the level of uh, painting, and, like, I'm not a great painter by any stretch, but already the stuff that me and Gord and AK and we got Gord's brother Duncan back in. You got him we, back in. Nice. Yeah. What's he playing? Uh, he's not playing. He's just doing it for the painting. He's painting. Um, just whatever he wants kind of thing. Whatever models yeah. he likes. Yeah. yeah okay, he's cool. working on a Space Wolves Dreadnought. Sweet. Um, so, and yeah. Gordy, just... Gordy and Gordy and Duncan going back is like they're the reason i'm in the hobby right they, yeah. they're spa- that space wolves army that duncan painted originally that's that i was like what is that i gotta get into it so that's awesome that they're back in that's amazing i can't wait to come home for christmas and see all this stuff with you guys <laughs> yeah so. That sounds so cute Aww. Aww. I'm, I'm looking forward to it we're gonna have like a weird tau versus 30k battle yeah that might happen yeah. <laughs> i could just bring i could bring uh my iron hands and we could just do uh play them as regular space yeah, marines but all right whatever whatever works on that yeah yeah but yeah i'm really i'm really enjoying getting back into the hobby and uh i'm excited to step things up for lvo because right now like i'm just about done painting the tau starter set and yeah. It's like a hundred dollar get started box set. Yeah, that thing nice. is an amazing okay. value, by the way. It's yeah, such it's, good value. Yeah. Like, can, like when you compare it to if I bought the stuff individually, mm-hmm. and it's um, I don't want to say that they're easy to paint, but like I don't know, it's it's an accessible box, and it's enough that I could play like kill team with it or i mean it's a little bit too big for kill team but like it's something that you could field what is yeah. it like 500 points or something like that one of those no it's less than that oh, under really? seventh edition it'd probably be depending on like war gear loadouts it'd be like 300 250 oh really okay but still it's uh 15 or 16 models so like yeah. you put it on a table and you're not like embarrassed, like it's, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Like it's three crisis suits with some drones, an ethereal, and a ten-man fire warrior squad. So like, hey, you can man. have some fun with that. You can have like a good hour and a half play. So. Yeah, I had a uh, game of eight uh, a few days ago, uh, and I had eleven models in twelve fifty. Whoa! What? Yeah. Who, what were you playing? Death Watch. <laughs> okay. Cool. <laughs> So, 16 models at 300, that sounds like a wondrous <laughs> Right on. All right. Well, uh, so, like, why, um, what's, like, keeps you 
what draws you into wargaming? Like, what do you what do you really like? What keeps you? What brought you back into gaming? Uh, maybe other than the the painting. Well, there's. I mean, the painting is a big part of it because, in theory, my job is a creative job. Like, I got into sports journalism to write, and I think I'm a creative person. But, like, writing sports stories, you don't really get to scratch that itch because I don't want to say they're formulaic, but once you, like, talk about, I don't know, who scored all the goals and how they did it, and then, like, throw in some quotes, it's not that creative, right? Like, you're at your word count, basically, and, like, there's a, a touch of creativity, but it doesn't fully scratch that itch. So I like the painting for that reason. And I like it that's a hobby that I can do basically at any time because I work a weird schedule. So uh, like the other night I was I worked until like midnight and then I painted for an hour Oh, because cool. you, you can paint at midnight and it doesn't matter. Right. And yeah. like I can, if I work at night, I can paint during the day. It's not the hobby that's not really dependent on other people, at least for the painting. No. So I like that, and I've always really been into strategy games, and um, I'm looking forward more to the playing than the painting. The painting's kind of a grind for me, although... It's, yeah, it always is. It, it, <laughs> it starts out fun, and then you're like, man, fuck this. I'm going to fucking play now. Yeah, once you've got your, your like, 40th warrior that you're painting the exact same way, it's just like, ah! <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to the strategy, and I'm fortunate that they just launched Eighth Edition. Because I feel like, super fun. yeah, and I feel like for LVO, I'll be on relatively equal footing. It's not yeah. like if it was still on Seventh Edition, where people would have had years of developing strategy. Like I feel like I'm getting it on the ground floor, oh, and yeah, that yeah. people are equally confused, and like the Tau rules have changed a lot. So I've been reading up online a lot about like what people are doing and there's a lot of hot debate as to like how you should compose your army yeah yeah so and a lot of people for an event like lvo or any upcoming tournaments maybe they had this massive tau army but the unit selections that they had are no longer so useful so they're having to buy new units and paint them up and are still figuring it out so yeah uh, cool. It's good timing for me. I got lucky. Yeah, right. I, yeah, I think you've you've literally come into the golden age of of this hobby. Uh, oh, you well, know, it with, seems like it. With with the the amazing new paints that GW has of their formula of you know the base layer wash, you know with with all the YouTube videos that are out with all the third company terrain and mats yeah. and everything. It's just no like, <laughs> it's a golden time to get back into the hobby. And I love watching battle reports too on YouTube. Yeah, absolutely. You, you watch a lot of the mini war gaming guys, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that guy, Have Matt, you ever never you loses. You're close enough. You can go down there. Yeah. And like me and my buddies here, AK and Gord have talked about like, Let's see if we can work ourselves up to a level where we can maybe challenge the mini wargaming guys. Because Welland, where they're based, is like a, an hour and a half drive. It's no we'd get deal. slaughtered by them. Oh, we would get <laughs> so wrecked. Like, but I would go with you, though, over, over the holidays. Would. I would go in a heartbeat. You know, they're always... Because 
they're always saying that like they need they more thirty talent- K players. Yeah, they're always saying they need more thirty K. Really? Yeah. yeah because mm. everyone challenges them at forty K. But they're always looking for like Age of Sigmar and X Wing and War Machine because they're not limited to 40k. But obviously, 40k is the main event. Yeah, it's more accessible for sure. Yeah, it's just the best known. Well, maybe, uh, maybe I will have to drop them an email. Yeah, you can plug the podcast. Yeah, of course, (laughs) they'd be down for that. Yeah, no, for sure. I'd be with. I'd be I'd be like your corner man, like hyping you up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> only if you shit. only if you wear a clock on a on a chain. Done. And on the drive up, we get to listen to on the road again. Yeah, just on loop, that one song, just yeah. on repeat. <laughs> All right, so um, I'm gonna actually flip my next question here. Um, let's talk about the LVO. So. Um, you know, what made you, you know, you're just getting into the hobby, like jumping into going to one of the biggest conventions in North America, like what kind of made you do that other than maybe peer pressure for me (laughs) and, uh, and like, what are you looking forward to doing at, uh, at the LVO? You said that you and I were going to share a bed. So that was. (laughs) (laughs) So that's the main reason. Oh, that's that's the main reason. That means I'm cuddling with John. Yeah, sorry that you had to find out this way. Uh, <laughs> As um, did all of our listeners. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I, I really like the sounds of the LVO. Um, it sounds like it's a lot of fun, and I'm very much a, like, go big or go home kind of person. You're a man of leisure, you said. Yeah, and uh, it sounds like you have a good crew, so I'm glad to be, like, horning in on that and ruining everything for you guys. <laughs> and uh, I think it's a, I think it's good to have a goal to work toward. And Absolutely. I I looked at um, the like schedule of major tournaments in like the Greater Toronto area, and really there's none that I could get ready in time for. So this just works. Sweet. So right yeah, and it'll be my first time going to Las Vegas. I'm such a mine loser. too. Really? Yeah. Every time I tell people, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to Vegas. They're like, oh, sick. Like, how much blow are you going to do? I'm like, well, <laughs> actually, I'm going to play Warhammer 40K. <laughs> I'm going to share a bed with one of my childhood friends. <laughs> what up? You guys should get onesies made. Well, I do have a onesie that I'm going to bring. Is it a chug gonna, onesie? No. Oh. You're going to bring Yoshi? I'm going to bring Yoshi. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Yes. We're in Jamaica at our friend's bachelor party. It's like, I don't know, two o'clock in the morning. We're like, have this beautiful oceanside, like, mansion house with all these, like, sweet little grottos and stuff. We're chilling down in the grottos. Next thing you know, look over and you see Chud coming down the stairs in a Yoshi onesie in Jamaica. Just awesome. I can't wait for you to bring that to Vegas. Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, You'll fit right in. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's, it's not going to be a stretch. You're going to see me in my underwear a lot. That's what I'm going to assume. So, on that note, I should cancel my trip to Las Vegas. I'm good. <laughs> 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 All right. So, um, 
And uh, like with the game, you're going into you're playing in the friendly two day tournament, right? Yeah, I'm playing in the friendly tournament um, because again, like I haven't played a game like a real game in years, and uh, I expect I'm gonna get my ass kicked. Um, and hence why I got into friendly, and also I just. Um, I hope that this is the first of many tournaments, and I just want to, like, cut my teeth. And I know that playing in a tournament could be very different than playing against friends. Yeah, you know, I had the same kind of experience of, I was really, you know, unsure of going to tournaments, because I really, you know, I just played in the basement with my friends. It was more about having fun, drinking beers and rolling dice, so I, I was really worried about running into, like, that guy at, you know, at a tournament. But my first tournament experience was LBO. I didn't play in their tournament. I just played in their Beer Hammer event. <laughs> but, uh, you know, everyone I played there was super fun. And then my first tournament was, you know, Kippers last year and had a great time there. So, yeah, it's definitely gotten that's me where, that's where our friendship blossomed that's where our friendship blossomed and it's <laughs> it's totally by going to events it's it's definitely kicked my hobby into a, a whole new level of now me running events and everything so yeah it should be uh i'm excited to i'm excited for you know a couple months from now when we sit down there and kind of get a debrief after day one see see what how you're you're feeling then and you know do a little debrief after the whole thing's done and should well, be i'll say i'm looking forward to the like convention experience itself yeah because like i also collect comic books so i've been to a lot of like fan expo here in toronto which is one of the larger yeah for sure i mean it's not just comics anymore but it's like a larger convention and because of my line of work, like I'm very used to being in like large, loud spaces. Yeah, yeah. With like weird, smelly, drunk people. <laughs> um, so like I'll I'll feel very much at home in the convention itself, and I'm just like I said, I'm honestly a very competitive person, and I'm looking forward to really getting into actually playing the game and figuring out strategy and testing myself. Like I'm so into strategy games that yeah it's i'm looking forward to the competition even though my expectation is that i'm going to lose every game this year it's i know it's a stepping stone to doing better at later tournaments oh that's a right now you're thinking about it absolutely yeah <clears throat> and kind like of you're an adult <laughs> uh i mean that's strong but thank you <laughs> <laughs> and i think it's uh it's a good that's kind of the same mindset i had when i went when I first went to my first tournament, it's like I very well could get my ass kicked every single game, but that's okay. I'm here to like learn and have fun, you know, and not not just go, hey, I'm here for winning games. And you know, <laughs> well, I I'm think one be of the, poopy if I don't. <laughs> I think one of the great things about this hobby is that you get a lot of satisfaction along the way. Like even showing up to a tournament with a fully painted army that you're proud of maybe not like of every single model but the fact that you got it it's done, done like yeah that's an accomplishment right it's Absolutely. like it's not unlike running a half marathon or whatever like even if you finish like the fact that you put in the work and you got it done 
Mm-hmm. Like that's a sense of accomplishment, even before you get into like what time you ran in. And that's how yeah. I feel about this. Like executing a plan of coming up with my army composition, a theme, painting it all, and then like just getting it on the table at that state of readiness. Like I'm going to be very pleased when I get that done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you should feel a big sense of accomplishment when you get that done. Cause it, it is a big accomplishment. It takes a while. Like I, and it feels fucking great when you, that first game where you're like, cause have you ever played even a game where it's a whole army of fully painted? I don't, maybe that are that one, I, you and I played when we were like 16. Oh <laughs> yeah. I think, and you know what, Neil and I, I think, I think it's my been a while though. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah. The fact that I have to like think about it is yes. a bad sign. <laughs> so I get like I guarantee you when you put that down, and especially when it's on a table that's like fully painted terrain, and your yeah. opponent's army is fully painted, it's it really it elevates everything. Oh, I'm yes. really excited for the terrain because I've never like I've definitely never played a battle that had like proper like mat down. Yeah. terrain and like a lot of terrain like i've played battles where there's like outside of gw where there's like three or four pieces of terrain and then like you use like beer cans and yeah. like yeah backed up books yeah which is fine like i can use my imagination it hasn't withered it's like the died. masturbation of your gaming yeah it gets yeah. the job done <laughs> exactly <laughs> well the one of the things i love at the lvo for their terrain is they've got these little uh billboards that they they've printed out like they've got all the different factions like have different billboards and there's one for like each one of the guys at frontline gaming and stuff like that they're super super just fun you know like yeah. that's uh, awesome there there there'll definitely be some really good terrain there for sure no um all right so like that's kind of like what we're looking forward to at LVO and we're going to come back and we'll talk to you about like some of your games at, after uh once everything's said and done, but uh, we are a, a heresy podcast, so we're gonna switch switch the talk to heresy, and and we're we want to know like what you know you know a little bit about the heresy about your you know your Primark uh, Lionel Johnson and stuff. So tell us tell us what you know about the heresy, and then maybe we'll this will be another thing that we'll come back to you and see if you know a little bit more after spending. For three days, four days, stuck in a hotel with us. <laughs> uh, okay. So, what do I know? I know that uh, Lionel Johnson is a hero and should have been the War Master and not Horace. <laughs> uh, I know. I I can roughly list off which ones were loyalists and which ones. Got were traitors. Okay, we, we don't um, have to test it right now. I really <laughs> want to though. Um, I I could I could probably of the eighteen known Primarchs, I could probably list off maybe ten. Although I'd probably mispronounce some of them, okay. and I've got some major events. Like I know the Drop Site Massacre is a big deal. Yeah. Um, and I know like some of the rivalries, but that's cause like I bought white dwarf last week and they've got, um, the 30th anniversary one. 
Yeah, they've got oh. uh, Lehman Russ. They've got that. They focus on that model where it's Lehman Russ versus Magnus the Red. Did I get yeah, that? Yeah, boy. Yep. Yes. So there you go. There's, there's. I just listed off three. I know Sanguinis died. Sanguinis. Uh, spoiler. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. From, from second edition Angels of Death Codex. Mm. Uh, so yeah, I got. I got so yeah the deepest of cuts. Uh, so I've got, I don't know, I've got some of it down, um, and I know that when it comes to gameplay, it's more of a straightforward style of play. What do you um, What do you mean by that? Well, I mean compared to Seventh Edition Forty K, which was a it very Seventh Edition Forty K. <laughs> is it? Oh, well then I don't know that much. <laughs> <laughs> well. Here's a question for you. With the rumor being the next book is Dark Angels, are you going to start a 30k Dark Angel army? I mean, I would be tempted. I would be very tempted. This is bad. You just you saying that out loud. Uh, to, now Teo is going to be all over you. He already got <laughs> my buddy Matt, who's I'm sure you've heard from the podcast. Like I've been trying to get him to like buy models for like what, four years and I mentioned it to Teo, and like a week later, <laughs> Matt's bought his army. So <laughs> now you're, you're just chumming the water right now. Oh, yeah. I, da, 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 I will Dark say, Angels! I mean, if I was if I was going to play 30K, it would be Dark Angels, because they're my homies. Well, the rumor is you could play a Luther army. Oh, that would you be could, interesting. Yeah, you could either play... Your big big L, or you can do a Luther army and be the, <laughs> the possible big, big L. Oh, the big L, <laughs> big L, rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> but see, here's the thing: when when my tower army is complete, I already have another 40k army that I really want to do. What's that army? <sighs> um, so I love the Caiaphas Kane books. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. So I want to do a Valhallen army, which is hard because they don't really make Valhallen miniatures anymore. So it'd be like yeah. a big undertaking and a lot of pewter. Um, but I'd love to do a Valhallen army and uh, actually like do some modeling to make a proper Caiaphas Kane and a uh, Jurgen models and like in my but head, you just call him Campbell, right? Yeah, but I just call him Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> but I, in my head, I already have like rules worked out for Caiaphas Kane. Oh wow, like, sweet! So, oh, you've gotten hard into the hobby life, haven't you? Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, well, so my goal that, now is to get you hard for heresy. I, maybe you need a better slogan to pitch me. <laughs> no, that is <laughs> that, that, that is, is the slogan of heresy. <laughs> Hashtag hard for heresy is like a big thing on Instagram. You should check it out. <laughs> Hashtag hard for heresy. But well, yeah, I, I'm definitely like I'm interested. I think that I'll at some point start reading the heresy books because AJ speaks so highly of them. They're very and our good. buddy Gord's gotten into them a bit. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here here's my last my last sales pitch. You're painting okay. a white and creamsicle army. You're going to do Valhalla's, which is going to be blues and browns. If you do a Dark Angels army, you get to embrace your reds, your blacks, and your golds. Yes. 
That's and you true. can do a nice flush green bases and nice black armor. That's gonna be a nice contrast oh, yeah. you already have. Talk dirty. Awesome. <laughs> You're making a good point. And yeah. also you know, put you know put flock on those bases. How much yeah. flock are you gonna put on? How much? <laughs> I'm also I'm still expecting that at some point in forty K the lion is gonna return. Yeah, oh, I think yeah. that's gonna happen. I think I think he'll be if they have another Primark return, I think it'd be the lion. He's gonna get out of his little emo cellar in the rock and wipe his <laughs> tears that he's been crying for ten thousand years and Wow. Just so much disrespect for the greatest strategist amongst the Primarchs. <laughs> the greatest. Are you are you uh you're saying you're hungover. Are you you sure you're still not drunk? Like <laughs> I I just I just sent uh you a picture ch- a little website chad. You should just look at that for a bit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm aware of the haters and their beliefs. <laughs> oh, it's not the no, no, no. I'm actually a, I've got some Dark Angels. Um, I'm I'm a fan. I really actually like their heresy books quite a bit. Oh, I just really it's just too easy not to like <laughs> you know, it's it's like are you know, are they traitors? Are they yeah. loyalists? It's it's well, too easy. The the theory that I've always heard that I love is that the Alpha Legion are actually loyal to the Emperor and that the Raven Guard are actually chaos. And that they're both doing, like, deep cover. And that, like, when the time is right, the Alpha Legion is going to fuck over Chaos. And the Raven Guard will switch over at the same time. You got to start reading the Heresy books, man. (laughs) Like, Legion is is off. uh, We are all Alpharis, and we are all not Alpharis. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's definitely one of the themes, for sure. It's like... what are the Alpha Legion doing? Are they good? You know, yeah. <laughs> and same thing with the with the Dark Angels. So they're definitely yang and yang a, a bit. But uh, well, the Dark yeah. Angels are good for sure because they cleanse the Heretics <laughs> and they destroyed their own planet. That is how loyal they are to the Emperor. Yeah, but that's like that's people <laughs> like overcorrecting when they're cheating. Be like, no, I swear to God, I will race my Facebook because I didn't because I cheated on you. <laughs> <laughs> They're they're overcorrecting. That's that's why they're a totally a terrible people. But, <laughs> but they look great. But and they ju- look great. And just because in 40k they ignored the uh, Codex Astartes and have actually been secretly operating as a legion the entire time, <laughs> and, and do whatever they please, and will like abandon other loyalists or other members of the Imperium if they think Cypher's around. Yeah, yeah. no, it's fine, guys. Don't worry about it. Yeah. yeah. And He's out. They have the second largest number of successor chapters after the Ultramarines. Yeah, it's fine. It's cool. Don't worry. <laughs> I love my Dark Angels. <laughs> I know. You should just Clearly. make a beautiful army. Go buy yourself a Prospero Burns box and get all those tasty Marines. Well, no. What what we'll do is we're just gonna get them. We're just gonna get them hammered at the LBO. <laughs> oh, and then we'll, we'll boom. take them over. <laughs> the, yeah, they're. I don't. I hope they're gonna be there. But if not, at least the Frontline Gaming booth will be there, oh, yeah. and they're gonna sell all the box sets. So we'll just get them ha- hammered. <laughs> Get him over there to buy. Probably getting a box of Cal. Just tape his credit card to his forehead and then yeah. buy me Dark Angels. Yeah. 
<laughs> just I, I guess maybe uh, Prospero actually is a better yeah. Dark Angels because I think Dark Angels would be more like Mark two, Mark three, yeah, than Mark four. So yeah. we'll get you. We'll, we'll set you up. Don't worry. You just give <laughs> us your credit card and you'll wake up with boxes around you. And... AJ, I honestly can't imagine any circumstance in which I would give you my credit card. <laughs> How about me? You've never met me. You'll, I'll, yeah. I'll walk up to you as a, as a alluring stranger. <laughs> as, you know what? In all honesty, a perfect stranger is a better choice than AJ. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm, I might as well sign up for Equifax than, rather than give my credit card to AJ. <laughs> Well, timely humor for your podcast. Hey, yes, you've locked us in time. <laughs> okay, I guess that's really our interview process, there, Chad. Yeah, so we'll uh, we will recap in a couple months. Yeah, of, I'm looking forward to experience. this. So am I, man. It it's feels gonna be... so far away, but it's going to come so quick. Yeah, I it got is. it. I'm going to. I'm going to give a shout-out as I burp. I'm going to give a shout-out. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, Hill, and occasionally I post photos of my painting, or at least on my Instagram live story. But what you should really do is follow our buddy, Gord, who just started up an Instagram account for yeah. his painting. Uh, just because he has a fantastic Instagram name, it's WarhammerGordyK. And Gordy, why? <laughs> How did he manage to get that? I, it was open, so yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Warhammer Gordy K, and in all honesty, Gord is a much better painter than I am. Um, so and much faster than painter, me too. not person. Painter. No, I mean, yeah, I, I am both a better person and a faster person than Gord. <laughs> wow. Uh, but yeah, so. Uh, anyone listening to this, go check out Gordy, and uh, you can follow me on Instagram, but it's mainly sports shit, so hope you like that. And you, you've got a podcast, too. I, I know it's not related, but you know, do a shit out there. You're sure. Plug. I have a podcast called You Killed It, which is a weekly podcast about the reality show The Challenge, which is on MTV, which is the best TV show on TV <laughs> right now. No lie, it is like the crack cocaine of television. Um, okay. If you're not... It I've never like, heard of it. Yeah, neither have I. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so it. good that no one's ever heard of it. See, you guys are going to feel bad about yourselves. It's on its 30th season, and every episode what? has more than like 2 million viewers. Like It's a huge phenomenon. It's. Uh, do you guys I'm... remember the show uh, The Real World, like the MTV reality show? Yeah. That terrible, terrible show. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they had a spinoff called Road Rules, which was like the same thing, only they were in a trailer and like traveling around the U.S. And also the dating show, Are You the One? Anyone who's on those shows qualifies to go on the challenge, which is a it's like a cross between Big Brother and Survivor. Only they're allowed to come back season after season so like this is a lot of the people on it this is their full-time job because they get it's paid. called the dirty 30 this one i'm just yeah. reading now this oh, season's wow. called the dirty 30 and it's uh like the guy who's been, won the most i think he's won seven hundred thousand dollars 
so far on this show, and they like make them do horrible things. <laughs> uh, just like super dangerous stunts and competitions. And because they can come back season after season, they have like friends and exes and enemies, and just like it's the wildest show you can imagine. It's All so right. good and awful, and you'll feel bad about yourself, but better about yourself. It's a roller coaster of emotion every episode. <laughs> Just from that that explanation, I can see why you like it. I'm going to add Teo on Facebook, and then I'm going to post on both your walls like trailers from the challenge. <laughs> if I spam. I'll In tell you response, what. I'm going to just keep sending you delicious Dark Angels photos. I mean, that's fine. I think that's win-win. <laughs> that's win-win. <laughs> <laughs> just deposit that in the spank bank and... <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, uh, it's awesome having you on the show. And we're super stoked to have you coming to LVO with us. And, uh, yeah, we'll, re- we'll talk to you in, uh, in a couple months. Thanks for having me Happy on, back guys. It was on. a lot yeah. of fun. Anytime, man. <laughs> Good uh, 8 a.m. laugh fest. Yeah, I appreciate it. I'm glad yeah. I'm glad we did this a lot. Mm-hmm. Us too, man. All right, well, uh, have fun at work, and uh, we will move on to our next segment. All right, have fun, guys. Talk to you. All right, you. see Bye. you, Chad. Bye. Chad. <laughs> To the boys of the Golden Throne, we are going into our LVO's Viva Las Vegas. Yeah, and uh, we're just going to talk about our plans and what we're going to do and who we're going to do and who we're going to do. <laughs> well, essentially, well, who, you already who... decided it's Teo for me. So. Well, yeah, I guess we were just talking about sleeping arrangements. Hi, Chad. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I'm, it sounds like we've already uh, done our sleeping arrangements without Chad's consent. Oh, no, Chad Chad said he, he, he wanted to pair up with me, which he jumped right <laughs> well, at it. Well, that makes sense. Like, he's never met us. He's not been with us. <laughs> <laughs> he's a man you've gash. never met before. Can you please share a bed with him? I'm a gas he's done before, too. He just, like, he gets crazy with the 40K guys and goes out drinking and then, like, comes back late into the hotel and crawls into bed and you just roll over, like, with nothing but your wooden bow tie on. Just like, hey. <laughs> How you doing, sailor? How you doing? <laughs> His belly is just barely covering his penis. <laughs> okay, so moving back to our plan. John's fantasies. Yeah. So yeah, we're uh, we're we've got John here still. We're we're gonna be talking about basically what we're looking forward to. You know, um, talk a little bit about our plans and uh, what we're bringing and all that kind of jazz. So, uh, 
yeah, I guess we can say we're all flying down together, which I'm Jack for I'm with so our buddy Jack for. with our buddy Jeremy. And uh, I hate flying. You hate <laughs> really? Yeah, I kind of do. I, oh. I hate turbulence, but I also I'm you can hold my hand if you so want. Plane for. That's I don't a, how long well, we're just doing a little hop over to Seattle first, and then we're chilling in Seattle for like two and a half hours or something, yeah. and then, and then it's like a, like less than a three hour flight. Oh, I think. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, pretty. That's good. Yeah, we'll just get nice liquored up. Get fucking uh, liquored up, bud. Yeah, just find a bar in Seattle. Go for some. That sounds fun. Yeah, yeah. Some cheap. Well, two and a half hours. Yeah, that's cool. So yeah, a free trip in Seattle. I'm sure we'll be able to find some craft beer. Well, to be perfectly honest, we probably won't yeah. even get to leave the airport. No, we're not going to leave. We're just going to find a, an airport well, bar. Well, if it's Seattle, though, like, if it's anything like here, which I imagine it is, they probably actually have a decent restaurant in... SeaTac? Yeah, they, it's not yeah. bad. Because we it. have spinnakers here. Yeah, the... don't... Let's not talk about the amenities of the Victoria Airport, okay? Yeah. No, it's not. All right, let's move on. No, so, no, no, no. <laughs> so uh, on that note, uh, John, what are you planning on bringing to uh, LVO? Um, aside from the fact that Sons of Horus, I really don't know yet. Um, trying to figure it out. I guess like store, like transportation is what yeah, we all are kind of thinking about, right? And then like, do I want to bring a Lord of War in a game that's only twenty five hundred points? I don't know. That's and then, hard. It is. It really is. And then like, that's not Horus. Well, yeah, and I'm not a Falchion. I don't even think Falchion can fit in twenty five hundred room for. Uh, yeah, I can just barely. I mean, I took it last year at Kippers. I had the Falchion, but that list oh, yeah, didn't do right. very well. The list was surprisingly, uh, actually, we played against each other with that list, too. Yeah, me and you did. Yeah, um, yeah, I think, uh, it's if I had to guess, it's either going to be a somewhat balanced mechanized list with lots of land raiders and terminators. Yeah. Or it's going to be a drop assault list with Terminators and Dreadnoughts. So do you think you could slim down the 3,000-point Kippers list that you're bringing to, like, I guess you could drop I mean, drop I guess Horus I could if I drop Horus. But the only and then just have Abaddon. It's true, yeah. And that, that, and that might be what I do. My only worry, then, is transporting the drop pods. Oh, yeah. But, so just... Horus is such an anchor for that list. That's ridiculous. Like he is such a well. I guess with the no scatter. And yeah, and just choosing when he comes in, and he's so durable that it's like, like, you know, a Primarch is like a big. They're they're so tough. Yeah. Right. Like, and there's something really nice to be like, especially when you don't have any sort of like armor between you. Like when you come down, you're like, you basically have your thumb in your ass for that turn. Or you just have to take, dick in your hand. take yes. the shooting. Right? Yes. Having a Primarch there is nice because you're like, okay, I lose a bunch of Just Aaron, but I still like, my hard hitter is still there. Yeah. Which is enough to like... Or you can just assault. like, you know, soak up a whole bunch of wounds on Horus and flub yeah, your totally. rolls. <laughs> Salt in <laughs> wound. <laughs> Yeah, um, but yeah, I think I think that's kind of what um, one of the, one of those things. What if I could get my freaking custodes ready, I might consider that. But I don't want to be one of those guys. There's going to be too many custode players. As yeah, as. I have a feeling we're going to see see a few of them. Yeah, yeah. and it's going to be for the for the narrative. It's no holds bar, right? So yeah, it 
So stupid three plus rollable shields. Well, not not, not more of. I don't mean that. I mean like you know there yeah. could be some. That's what makes those tribunes so broken too. <laughs> oh yeah, the, the HQ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm just saying we could see some like you know. We could see some Titans. We could see some Leviathan lists. Yeah, that's you true. Know, I actually, see, but I, 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 I was going to say, I guarantee you there'll be some knights. I saw someone commenting on the lists from last year, mm-hmm. and they said um, that everyone was super friendly, and that there were very, very few dick kicker lists. That the vast majority of the lists were 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 fun and well, like bring what you want to. Bring yeah, and I, I like. David and I have been kind of talking about this of how we're going to do the pairings and stuff because, like, with the 40K guys um, at the LBO, they all use the, um, what's it called, the Best Coast Pairings app, right? So that never does all the, you've never heard of it? No. It's like a, a mobile app that basically you set up, like, a little, little account and then you show up to a tournament oh, and it and you tells get, like, you points for all the events that you show up to. Yeah. yeah well, yeah, that's, that's the ITC, but oh. this app, like, You'll show up to the event and you register into it and then it will be like, okay, go to table 10 and you're going to play this guy oh, and he's cool. bringing this list. Yeah, and you it's can actually super helpful, get actually. It's really? really cool. Oh, that's really And cool. so they are working on um, doing a 30K version of it, but it's still in the works. I was talking mm. to Frankie like a couple months ago about being potentially one of the testers for it when it eventually drops, but... We're not going to have that for the, for it. So, you know, we talked about, you know, maybe we'll just do it very friendly and people can do, like, choose your own thing. We'll still do it. But in that way, if we did do it that way, it could be like, okay, if someone does show up with, like, a Reaver or, like, a Warlord or something, it'll be like, okay, who actually wants to... Do you? Well... No, this is not my camper's list. If it was my camper's list, I would totally destroy a reaver. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, call me but that's what I mean. It's like then you, you nominate people because like some people just would not have the ability to take on something like that. Yeah, They're yeah, just going to get fucking no, sure. wiped off the table. And but some, some people, people will. Take a run at like exactly. That. Some people will be like, you know what? I've never had the ability story. to take on a... Yeah. a warlord and i don't even care if i get crushed in, in, in a narrative setting it almost makes sense totally funny things you're like okay well it's a titan and like a Stardies would totally like they'd, they'd find a way on a freaking titan yeah like that's what they're good at they yeah kill, you know so yeah i think uh you know i think it'll be cool <laughs> yeah. so Teo, what are you uh what are you thinking about um at the moment, I'm thinking about bringing obviously my white scars, but yeah, I'm a, getting a little, little bit more hesitant because transporting them might be just a terrible, terrible thing to do. So you're thinking your iron warriors then? Maybe I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, prob- probably white scars. Well, you could. You have you thought about how you're going to paint your iron warriors? Yep. They're pretty easy, right? They're, They're just like the Necrons of uh, yes, 30k. Really <laughs> sorry, areas. sorry, Jody. If you're listening to this, you're triggered right now. <laughs> so yeah, no, I'll probably bring my white scars. Just like a obviously a, a less flyer list of what I'm already bringing to Kippers. Right on. <clears throat> yeah, I magnetized so, the fire after, so it's easier to transport. Yeah, you the engines and the wings. Yeah, from the body. Nice. Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. Hmm. So, but yeah, so probably just white scars. 
uh, yeah, dick bikes and a big angry red fire after. Well, man, you can always like I was saying to John too. Like we were talking about transporting earlier um, when we were on our romantic bike ride before recording. <laughs> <laughs> but we uh, like you can t- even if it doesn't fit in your case like the, we were talking about the falchion like you could totally wrap that thing in like a little tea towel kind of thing and put it in a shoe box oh, and true. then throw that in your carry-on. in your carry-on and it'll be fine so like you could do like i might do something like that for my with my ordinatus right yeah so I don't know. There, there's ways. We'll figure it out. We'll figure out the transportation. So, you could always boof it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I don't think I want to do that, though. Um, so, AJ, what do you think about bringing? Uh, I think I'm going to bring... Well, now that I'm running the... Or helping to run the the narrative event, um, I'm not... I'm just going to be playing in the Mega Battle. So originally, I was thinking about bringing my Cybernetica down, but now that I'm just going to play in the mega battle i'm gonna bring my order reductor and bringing basically actually i can i got my list you want me to read out my list yeah i don't care <laughs> it's months away but this is this is what i'm i'm thinking right now I, um so basically do my Archimago's Reductor that my badass that you've faced a whole bunch of times, John, pair pair him up with the three Creos Venator tanks so he gives them all rerollable armor. Going back to old AJ. Old AJ, yeah. The the Kipper's last year list. So running <laughs> the one where guys. I thought you were some like crunchy gamer. <laughs> when... Did you really think that? <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, because I'm anything but. I mostly <laughs> yeah. lose my. Back. That was a fluke. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Anyway, uh, so of course, bringing the um, order reductor, I've got to bring Thalax. So I've got two s- squads of six Thalax with the Destructor special rule, and two uh, photon thrusters with melt bombs. Both of those squads are in Trieris uh, conveyors, the pain trains. And then, so I've got the the Creos with those. Then I've got five Myrmidons with Gravs, all in the Immaculator Explorator, uh, Explorator with uh, another Grav. So there's six Gravs in there. Oh, so God. that's the Primark Hunter. And then bringing the Ordinatus and my uh, Atropos. So it's like Corbulo. four models? Huh? It's like four models. Yeah, it's basically everything's mechanized, right? That's and crazy. that was this insanely. What were your troops? Huh? The, the Thalax. How many of them were there? Twelve. I've got twelve total. Oh my god, that's an insane list. That's like so durable. Yeah, but dude, there's gonna be like warlords oh, yeah, and yeah. like you I, know. Totally. Yeah. yeah. So, so you'll, so, you'll get pooped on. What I what I <laughs> what I haven't done is like I think even that I'm going, you know that I just am technically playing in the mega battle. I know that I might be able to get like a, a game or two in. So I got to figure out from that list, how to put together like a 2,500 list so I can play some cool dudes or something. It's a pickup games. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So that's kind of what I'm thinking. We're, uh, I guess we're staying at the hotel. We're staying at Bally's. We've got our hotel. Ooh. Um, we've, uh, I guess, 
you guys don't necessarily know. John, you were saying you might play in the Mega Battle, but you're still not too yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm not sure yet. I don't know if I want to have to bring all that stuff. But if I did, I feel like I'd probably just do, like, a bunch of Land Raiders. Yeah. And, well, then you would go mechanized, right? And that's... And Horus. That would dictate your what you bring, basically, <laughs> yeah. for the, the, the narrative. But, yeah, yeah so I know... True. I know that Jeremy's not playing in in and on Friday, and I don't think you are, right, Teo? No, no, I'm gonna go and eat food. Yeah, with Chud. <laughs> yeah, me and Chud are just gonna get gorged, <laughs> and then we can all we'll all meet up and go and get silly on. Oh yeah. On the town that night, and Whoa. wake up all feisty for some hard nares. We're going to smell of I just, liquor. <laughs> I just combined heresy and narrative. Can you actually find, like, good bars in Vegas that aren't retardedly expensive? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. There's also, actually, you know what we should probably do on Saturday night? Is go on the pub crawl. Oh, yeah, totally. Like a oh, it's pub crawl for the out of control. Event. Oh, yeah. Sounds like it would be out of control. It's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oh, I'm totally... I. It's going to be neckbeard again. <laughs> I'm totally blanking on the guy's name who runs it. Oh, from buddy of uh, Reese and Frankie's. Oh, it's killing me because I met the dude and went on the thing. But anyway, it's an it's an the awesome dude thing. Did you play StarCraft? No, not Jet. Uh, not in control. Now? Yeah, not in control, Robinson. Oh. But uh, <laughs> any, anyway. I love <laughs> the handles? You got to have a handle, man. You... <laughs> Teo is the brown warrior. I'm the I'm Poyo Loco. We got to figure out a year. I already I wanna, got it. I want to grab a hold of Teo's handle. <laughs> Whoa, aggressive. You're short shorts. You know we all got handles. Short shorts. So yeah, obviously we're jacked. You know I don't know exactly other than probably enjoying too many beverages and. Sounds good. Yeah, we're gonna have a great time. I'm I. I wish it was this weekend and that we don't have to wait like four more months for it, but no, I can't us. wait. It's going to come so there. quick. Yeah, it's, you know. Tao, have you been to Vegas? Nope. And you have. I have. Yeah. I went to the LVO a couple of years ago yeah. by myself. Are you going to take us on a magic carpet ride, AJ? <laughs> a magic carpet ride? Yeah. Um, I think. I think that's Chud's <laughs> department. <laughs> <laughs> just wait till he busts out the Yoshi sh- suit and then he's oh, going to show you a whole new world let me tell you is that what he's going to sleep in the bed with me <laughs> with you oh yeah well, I'm going to wrap. attack him if yeah, we're gonna, Yoshi suit no we might have to like Swap we might have to roll a d6 to with who or a d3 for who sleeps with Chud <laughs> oh man can you call the Chud off Matt, just blowing ass all night. <laughs> <laughs> like I blow ass. Oh yeah, Teo. So you missed out, man. When coming down for John's birthday last last oh, weekend, yeah, Maddie just it, the, the whole cab ride up there, like the entire party just kept stepping Giant outside and just. Blows <laughs> The whole ride back to my place. <laughs> then we go out to meet up with our girls at our our friend's nice new apartment, and he's standing in the corner, just like he's I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. He's not. Yeah, he he's not he's sorry, sorry at all. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, um, 
let's let's move on to uh, to our interview session. Now uh, we're sharing a mic on on this end, so what we're thinking is Teo, you should lead this little interview with uh, Mr. West, and uh, I'll just sit back and. Uh, and stare longingly in, into John's vape. eyes. And, <laughs> shh, no vaping. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, let's... Uh, well, I'm going to stay in for this bit. How do we know John? That's, between, that's a question John? for us. So, John, first of all, how do you know AJ and how do you know me? Um, I'll say AJ first just because it's maybe a little more fresh in my memory. <laughs> Um, <laughs> why? Because you drank your memory of meeting Teo away? No, it's just a. It was actually a long time ago now. I don't know how many years it was. Um, yeah, I think I met you at GW. Yeah, that group game. Yeah, yeah, and I remember you were like the one who turned me on to Ihorus. You were talking about them a little bit. I can't remember if I had been listening to them at that point, um, or if you completely turned me on to them. And uh, yeah, there was, it was Stop kind of turn really... on. <laughs> turn me on. Yeah, I know turn someone. me on. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. So and and then I I think after that we didn't really talk for a while. Um, I think it was a, we went a few months without playing or seeing each other. Yeah, we had that not. team game, and then and then it was like I don't know. At some point we had a, we had a. A solo date. A solo yeah, and, date. but that that was like way after this thing. Because I remember you you emailed the iHorus podcast, and I was like, oh, "Who yeah. is this Victoria person?" <laughs> and then I like, like I put out a yeah, and you were like, "It's me." I was like, "Oh, okay, that makes that makes more sense." And then yeah, I know. And then eventually I started. That's right. Then we dates. then we set up a, a gaming date. After uh-huh. that. Yeah. Even that we knew each other, it was Tim and Michael that brought us together. <laughs> <laughs> Yet, a, yet yes, another yes, another thing that I can blame on Tim and Michael. <laughs> yeah, they, they seem like quite the catalysts, those two. They are the catalyst, yes. Um, yeah, so that was, I guess that's, that's Meet and probably me. about it. Yeah, it's super... Uh, and what about the breeze? So, Teo, I don't have super vivid memories of exactly what happened when we met. I just remember that we met at Chris McPherson's house. That is correct. You were playing your chaos. Yeah. And I remember that was the old club. Uh, you were, you came up from, an, uh, from Nanaimo. You were with some other people, I think. Yeah. Can't remember any of them. <laughs> I actually don't, don't even know if I... Uh, could put a face on any of them but yeah i just it i remember matter. i'm the only person you need to know now. oh i don't know how like <laughs> oh wow yeah eight or ten i would guess yeah, yeah. many probably when, obviously when he still loved up and lived up in courtney yeah i lived in um actually yeah did i live in courtney or yeah i think i was in courtney at that point yep and cool then story. uh yeah, I remember we used to we used to go up to his place like what like just kind of like once every two weeks, and he had a pretty good setup going, mm-hmm. with like five tables. That night was crazy. I can't remember if it was that night, but there was one night that fucking blew my mind because so many people showed up to that fucking thing, man. There oh. were like twenty people up there. It was like, are we like gonna like uh, like are we like past the structural integrity of this upstairs of this house? Like I was actually kind of worried about that. It was like. <laughs> 
<laughs> and plus you got a bunch of you know you got a bunch of fatties running around and <laughs> jumping up and down every time they're landing you mean average someone. gamers <laughs> i believe is, the, is what you meant <laughs> i'm not necessarily like removing myself from that but yeah um were you a, were you a average gamer back then no no, not really. You've, uh, <laughs> I've always been. Uh, You've always been built. <laughs> I was beardy. Less beardy, yeah. but I've been yeah, in the gym since I, I was six. A little less gym, too, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, All right. Yeah, it was good. Good memories, actually. It's funny. I, I, I sometimes think about that. How uh, that was kind of my my early gaming uh, club for a while. Right on. All right. I also remember so, you bought a Defiler from me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I bought a Defiler from you and I think some heavy weapon guys. Yeah. Oh, that Defiler got sold about oh, yeah, yeah. eight months ago. Oh, a, that's how long you had them for? Yeah. I just I barely used the damn thing, too. I just always had it. <laughs> okay, well, now that you everyone knows how you met us. Okay, well, you got to finish. Now, now, how did you get rekindle your love with me? Uh, <laughs> I guess it was Kippers. Yeah. Was it Kippers? Yeah, yeah and I remember I had the finding a trucking contest. Yeah, I'm surprised either of you or remember that. that. Totally. Yeah. But no, even before that, I remembered hearing that you played 30k. Yeah, yeah. And I was surprised that there was actually like a little group up there, and I was like really pumped up. I think you reached out to me on Facebook I about did, it. I found out that you had a Sons of Horus army. Yeah, 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 and then we went to Kippers, and that that was pretty fun. That was a great time. That's the, that's a big tar- big part of why I'm looking forward to Vegas, actually, because that was like Kippers was probably the we most pretty drunk. Had it. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like getting getting fucking gooned. Oh yeah, but yeah, good way. It was fun. I like I like to party. You know, <laughs> Kippers was like our group's catalyst. Yeah. I, I find in the, yeah, in I like, think so. In the I last so, year, sure. our group is like really Developed. exploded. And yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. It's, is it, this and is it, little it, Eric's okay. first chance of seeing everyone drink that way. Sorry, this is Eric's first chance of seeing everyone drink that. Yeah, way. and he doesn't drink, so it'll be interesting to see he what he. But he he's been here for beer hammer too, so he's seen us drunk. But he doesn't drink now. He's kind of like he doesn't he doesn't like being around the alcohol. I think because really? he keeps it seems like he wants to drink. Well, just because he doesn't drink doesn't mean he doesn't want to drink. <laughs> Give in, Eric. Give in to the temptation. <laughs> yeah, now that he's whispered in your ear to get an Iron Warriors yeah. list going, now you have to be the, the like devil tail on his shoulder, being like, "Hey, hey, do you know what 151 is?" <laughs> Have you ever shotgun Wildcat Strong before? Oh no, not Shitty Kitty. We're not beating him, Shitty Kitty. I, I. I'll get him started on the right shit. Yeah, get him, get, get oh, him yeah. a good old fashioned crown. Crown. Oh, I got better in crown in my house. Yeah, let's. Yeah, I like me some rye whiskey, son. Yeah, well, if you want to, if you want a cheap and dirty night, and you want to get tuned, yeah, you can get into the crown. But if so you want to, you want to get a gentleman to, you know, he's gonna, gonna really start drinking. Gets a good, good stuff. Like. Yeah. We'll seduce him. Uh, yeah, you're putting me on the spot. No, I just like I actually like am eating my words because I'm just like everything that's coming to mind is bourbon in my head right yeah. now. So have you, have you ever had? Um, Ooh, that Northern Harvest. That's I was gonna good. say, yeah, that's good. That. Yeah. I've, I've got yeah. a liquor cabinet. Oh, he's good to go. 
Yeah, I have a liquor nice. cabinet too. I don't drink. Yeah, it. we're gonna have a good time at Kippers, <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 gonna be good. All right, so so now let's let's progress this interview. Uh, who, John? Who are you, and what kind of man are you? What kind of bearing uh, uh, do you have on this world? Well, I don't know. <laughs> who, who am, am I, I John? <laughs> What kind of bearing do I have in this world? I don't think I have too much of a bearing on this world. <laughs> Not till tonight. Dun, dun, dun. I'd, I'd say I'm. I'd say I'm a cross between uh, a he-man and a and, and a neckbeard nerd. <laughs> this is he-beard. He-beard, yeah. He-beard. <laughs> I would say that you're definitely not the the typical, you know. Probably first image that people have when they think of a a war gamer. Yeah, probably not. I think there's a few people. I don't think really people. any of us are. I have the size, but much more of the fashion sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Woo! shit>. All right. <laughs> well, you won. You won that round. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so uh next question um let's put it on the dot how did you get into wargaming john so that's a kind of a weird story well not a weird story but it actually it's probably not uncommon Is it a sexy at all. story <laughs> no not not very um no so uh i grew up in windsor ontario um and i think it was like when i was like i'm gonna guess like nine or ten maybe probably ten or eleven actually uh, me and my best friend at the time, we went into a place called Devonshire Mall in Windsor there. And there was a games workshop there. And it was kind of crazy. Like as a kid and you walk in and you just see this store and you're like, what the hell is this? And you walk in and you're like, oh my God. <laughs> like, and I was a kid, like just to be clear, I was a kid who played with a lot of dinky cars and I had like dinky cars, like dinky cars, like 164 scale, like little little cars, right? Oh, so okay. I, and I grew up when I was. Really I thought I thought you said dinky cards. I'm like, no, what are you looking cards. at cards with dicks on them or something? <laughs> no, no, like I, I was I was just drawn dicks, just yeah, yeah. triumphant ones. Super, super, super fucked up. <laughs> super gay. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah no so uh what's that go on with your story oh yeah no i just so as a kid i always had a i was into models and stuff like that i had a lot of replica like um growing up had a lot of replica toys of like uh farm equipment and like trucks and stuff like that and then when i grew up a little bit like i got into tanks and kind of like you know war stuff the way that kids do but I was like a weird kid because I was very into the detail of like I knew a little bit more about this stuff than like what your average kid would. I, I would get really into like the actual replica models. They did like appreciate the detail, like you know, and and uh, you know when you're a kid and you see like train sets and stuff like that, how awesome they are. Oh, like, yeah. I still see like, dude, these are so cool. Like, but so yeah, you walk into the store and it's basically that, but it's full of fucking sci-fi feature crazy shit. And like me, I was really into tanks, and I was also really into Alien. So they have a setup with tire, 
tired of just fighting like dark angels i think it was and you're just like of course you look and you see this freaking land raider and then you see these tyranids and they're like just just so cool because it's like you got all the little gaunts and stuff but then you've got the hive tyrant and you can see how they're all like they're all related they're so all did, like this sort of similar you know like what edition are we talking are you this talking would have been old third edition like, okay yeah. so so, so not the dinky looking no tyranids. this was when the hive tyrant turned into like looking like the alien queen okay and it looks like shit now but Back the then, metal like, one, yeah, with like the yeah, big, the metal one, yeah, the big, like wide what? head. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, uh, I have given up like pretty much all my 40k, but there is one model that I will like pretty much never get rid of. It's my winged, my Forge World winged high tyrant. Like, that thing is such a sick model that I could never, I could never bring myself to like get rid of it just because it like harkens back to that like aesthetic that I love. Where is so it? Much. I've never seen that. It's in Courtney. Uh, and I, it's badass, too, because I swapped... I cut the legs off Is of it, it in the infinite bag of holding, i.e. your parents' house? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I, uh, I cut the legs off of it, and I put um, the new Hive Tyrant legs on it, because they're the way more... Oh, so the GW legs. Yeah, and because then the, they're okay. awesome. Like, the GW Hive Tyrant is a sick model, but, like, the legs on it are, like, awesome. I didn't even... I can't... I don't even know that... I didn't even know that they did a Forge World... One. Yeah, like, it has they, they don't do it anymore. It has do they? wings now. They're, the wings are like this. It's Holy based shit. off of the old, the old third edition Hive Tyrant. Really, looks way better. Yeah, it's a sick model. Dude. Shit, next time you it's go beautiful. home, you gotta send me a picture of that. Yeah, I, I could probably dig through my um, cloud pictures one uh, two and see if i could find it for you go in the cloud bro. in the cloud but yeah so uh, i guess it's the that was sort of my initial uh introduction to warhammer and then about a year later maybe two years later my mom decided up and on a fucking whim that we were going to move to british columbia and uh so i moved to bc and there were some kids uh that played who I lived on Quadra Island, and, like, so part of the commute from Quadra Island to get to my middle school at the time was riding the ferry. And I kind of ended up, you know, I didn't know anyone, but, like, I kind of gravitated towards the nerdier kids because I was a nerdy kid myself. And uh, this group of kids, I remember they were talking about Warhammer 40,000. This kind of seemed like this was, like, all they were talking about for a few days. And then eventually I kind of, like, you know, kind of started, like, asking, like, what is this? What is this that you guys are talking about? And they had white dwarves, and they were showing me these things. And yeah, so yeah, after first, after a few months of this, yeah. So, <laughs> so after a few months of this, maybe it was like six months or something like that. I, I finally decided, okay, that one of the guys was like, he basically decided he was going to sell his tire tire army, and I was like, okay, well I'll buy it. I was like, I'll buy it all from you, but you got to give me time to like earn it. So basically go around doing chores for my grandmother and shit like that and like just like there was uh because my grandmother went to church and there was like a bunch of old people at this church who like wanted uh young strapping lads to split wood for them <laughs> clean their use trucks yeah exactly like that like, yeah so, yeah i literally remember doing this job at this guy this old guy's house splitting these rounds of fucking like shake of like pieces of wood from this tree that were literally like five inch sorry five feet across 
<laughs> and having to split them, like split like six of them, like a big, like a big B- old BC tree. Old yes, wow. and literally having to like split them in a really weird pattern like around and around and around and around because there's no way i could just split yeah yeah totally like, that's, that's how you split that kind of wood yeah <laughs> was he just like and if the yeah. cops come don't say shit <laughs> <laughs> no this was just this old guy it was on his property crazy and he just he, i think i don't know if he cut down this old it growth might, or like well, it, uh, the quarter there was a lot of like windstorms and shit so sometimes trees like that just had to go or they was just firewood or, yeah you know but like a lot of times it was like oh this tree's a risk so we're gonna cut it down so like it's just for people that might be listening that aren't in bc like how how wide are we it should be like five foot a five foot wide trunk yeah that's small yeah, well, yeah, but it's, <laughs> but it's small still when big. Yeah, not, fucking thing. not when you're like a four. Yeah, I know. I don't. <laughs> yeah, that was fucking great. But I remember doing that. It took me probably I don't know, took a half a day. Fucking made twenty bucks. Bought my first hive tyrant with it, which was not my first model, but it was the first model that I was like, yes. <laughs> yeah. So they, I remember the first the first army that I had was twenty four jeans to us and three tyrant warriors. Nice. That was my army. Nice. Longest time. And uh, then I just kind of piecemeal bought everything this guy had. And, um, yeah, and then eventually um, a few years passed and uh, me and a good friend of mine at the time, uh, Connor, basically he started playing Necrons, I believe was his first army. And then we would just do Tyranids versus Necrons, Tyranids versus Necrons, and like I'd always win, and it would always kind of end the same thing. It was like just kind of got kind of got old, yeah. Yeah. So eventually we were like, okay, we should probably play a second army, and it was like, okay, what are we gonna play? He's like, he gravitated to Tau, and I gravitated to Chaos, and because uh, Chaos was always like the second army for me. Like I would have done Chaos if I didn't do Neds. So this is uh, we're nearing the time where you met Tao. Yeah. yeah, so this is probably a, this would have been probably three years before that, maybe. And uh, yeah, so I remember, you know, balls have dropped now. My balls dropped early. <laughs> <laughs> I was a pubescent kid. Um, yeah, I know. Uh, but yeah, I started, I started, I started, started chaos. Started a Black Legion army uh, centered around Abaddon. I really, I really liked Abaddon's character, so I sort of gravitated towards them. And, uh, yeah, that was basically kind of the beginning of my hobby. All right. Sweet. So, uh, like, why do you, now that you're, you're in it, why do you like Wargaming? What keeps you, what keeps you in the gaming community? Because 30K is awesome. But, (laughs) but specifically, like, more than just, you know, just 30K, like, what, what do you think draws you to, liking wargaming and um and, uh, i mean i don't know i think it's it's a, aside from the community which is an obvious thing like just you guys it's like we have a really good group here which is great it's like super uh feel it feel it feels very i i say this to my girlfriend all the time i'm like man one of the things i'm happy happiest about with moving to victoria is that I, we actually have like an active kind of group of like 30k guys and they're all pretty cool and like yeah, it's great. But aside from that, if you're talking from the hobby perspective specifically, it's the setting, it's the books, it's the yeah. setting, it's the model, it's everything. Like, I'm not a person who, 
like I remember when you were interviewed, which which didn't surprise me at all. You were like, because you say this all the time, you come at the game from a modeling perspective. Yeah, I come at the game from a much more balanced perspective because for me, I like everything. And though I'm not as heavily of a modeler as you, and there's definitely like I get bored painting like line troops. I don't necessarily. Well, everyone does. Well, no, yeah, totally. Yeah, but for me, I've gone through periods of my life where I literally don't paint for like a year. Yeah. Like this is like in the last little while where I painted my Sons of Wars has been the first time that I've ever like actually got off my ass and really painted an army. Um, but I've always like painted characters and stuff like that. But like. I like playing too. Like for me, I really like to get games in. I like yeah. to actually like, play. And you're a good player. Like, like you, I'm an okay. I player. don't think you're no you're no slouch. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not bad. I think. I think I have the advantage of. Um, I feel like I started playing 30k a lot earlier than most. A lot of people. Yeah, you've been playing for a, a long time. Like, yeah, I mean, you were. You've been playing for a like year a, a year before Calfbox or more. More. Yeah, I I basically kind of just turned my Chaos Army initially. My my Chaos Army just got turned into a to a Sons of Horus army. So I think I was proxying early on a lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just kind of learned the rules fairly early on and figured out the style that I wanted to play and and within our group and you know. hone that style. Yeah. 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 So uh, John, whetstone of me and other people. <laughs> What's up, Tail? So, uh, what keeps you in the gaming now? Like, what is like? So now that you we know like what army or how you got into gaming and what why you've been playing 30k the most. What keep what's been keeping you motivated to keep play? Uh, I mean, local events and and uh, and a community, but also like a lot of the podcasts I listen to really help too. Uh, the books help. Um. Honestly, the fact that I have, like, the first time I've ever had a complete army, I know that sounds weird, but the fact that I can look at it. You mean, like, a fully painted army? Like, a painted army, yeah. yeah. And just to be able to look at my army and my case and just be like, man, that is so cool. Just to see it all together, that actually keeps me. You know you got to do? Is you, both of us need to do this. We need to take pictures of our fully painted armies. Mm-hmm. And send them to the Radio Free Estevan guys so we can get our closer patches. Have you seen these? No. They've they just made a whole bunch of hashtag closer patches, and okay. you can get one. You just have to send a that's picture awesome. of your twenty five hundred point. Oh, that's nothing. Oh, oh, I know. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and oh, once you get awesome. your once you get your twenty five hundred points of custodes done, you got a traitor oh, and a loyalist. Yeah. Then you get a gold patch, a gold nice. closer. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's super cool. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I'd say that's what keeps me into it. Um, I really, I really like the universe and the setting again. Mm-hmm. I very, I thirty k to me is a very, um, I don't know. It's something I'm very passionate about that this universe. I when I see a lot of the forty k stuff, it makes me sad on the inside. Because it just feels so like, it just feels so like, like 30k to me feels like, and this is going to sound stupid because it's, because it's almost like a play on words or whatever, but like 30k is what 40k used to be. And what I mean by that is, is like, there were writers and there was style, there were, there was a style to the way that 40k used to be written, that 30k is 
and that 40k is no longer because now 40k is a much like it's just taken on a shape of it's a different it's a different game it's a different universe i feel like and um just yeah there's something so cool to me about the the heresy yeah for me it's like it's a little bit more like this sounds really stupid too but like gritty and real yeah Yeah. (laughs) you know then it's it's like the adult version yeah it's totally you know writing is so good like in 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 the black books and stuff and and yeah and i don't really paints that i don't like to like i'm not trying to bash down 40k but it's it's just turned to like more for me of yeah a little bit more of a, a fantasy kind of a little, I I think a lot of us are using the word cartoony Generic. like a, a lot more, yeah. and a lot of people really like that style. And the miniatures, like some of them, I don't love, but they're the technology and everything that's going into these new mi- miniatures are amazing. Like mm-hmm. I don't think any of us can deny yeah. that. But personally, for me, the aesthetic is just not I like what I'm. Too, yeah, yeah, I, I Grimdustrial like man. Like when you see the new Death Guard, and you're like, okay, they've made a they've made a very distinct design change. Well, it's it's almost like they've taken the they've taken like the um the depth that kind of car- cartoony fun playness mm-hmm. of nurgle of nurgle demons and integrated that into chaos space frames sure. which we haven't really seen that before yeah. and i like but i think some of them look all right totally yeah. the pl- i think those plague walkers and stuff are really cool but anyway i'm leading us down to a little tangent yeah for sure we usually <laughs> end up doing that <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, oh well, that's nice, Teo. I'm glad that. I'm... Nice. I like that. <laughs> we uh, have listeners. We have show notes that are constantly up and on the go, and occasionally Teo likes to just add little, you know, sweet <laughs> notes to us. <laughs> so uh, well, uh, one, this one involves me taking yeah. my pants off, but that happened mid conversation. <laughs> Is that what that wrestling rap was? Yeah. <laughs> You gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, are you in the hot box again? Are you stuck in your no? In I'm your in the sweaty room. room. I'm just I just I just got big nuts to get sweaty. <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> um, so <coughs> you've kind of rumored to it and talked about it a bit, but uh, you obviously play Sons of Horus. Uh, tell us a bit about your army. Yeah, um, yeah, I've got a pretty sizable Sons of Horus army. Um, <laughs> That's an understatement. <laughs> I mean, it's fairly big. It depends on who you ask. How many? How many points is it? It's like, uh, I think I have eleven thousand points painted. Wow. Paint, yeah. 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 And painted. I think if I were to add everything up, I don't know. It might be like fifteen or sixteen thousand points. Bizarre. I'm not really sure though. That's... I have a bunch. I have a few land raiders not done, and I have like. Like, I don't know, I, a bunch of infantry. Like, I have at least 50, 50 infantry. Like, and the thing is, is a lot of my stuff is very points heavy. Like, I've got, like, three, uh, four heavy weapons squads that aren't painted. Like, 
Yeah, well, we won't go. <laughs> but still, like, you're I just saying... feel that there's like things that are just like they're worth like 500 points a squad or whatever, you know. <laughs> okay, but I don't know who you're talking to, but anyone that says 12,000 points of painted stuff isn't a lot. I like, yeah, I, term, I don't really want to meet those. People. Yeah, I mean, I sort of, oh, that's yeah, I, I sort of, yeah. I sort of like. Oh, that's uh, not a lot of points. I've got like six display cabinets, <laughs> bruh. <laughs> so, well, some people decide they're like, well, they want to play multiple legions and they want to, they want to have each legion be that their individual style for me it was like no i want to flesh out a legion and i want to be able to play this legion however i feel like this legion would would fight because you know sons of horus are i mean they have aspects of being one-dimensional as a legion like they're they're very aggressive and they're standard like they like to get close and they like to cut the head off the hydra sort of thing is kind of what their what their fluff has always yeah, been good. but they're also pretty tactically um um they have tactical acumen well they're they're a legion all legions can do everything well they right? totally but they're also known like they're for known being for pretty for, for, for being pretty tactically uh what would you call like uh, ubiquitous or like well, they're they're all about like the strike hard, strike at the head at the enemy, mm -hmm. and like cut the head off the. Scene. But they have flexibility, is all I mean. Yeah. Um, even like I don't know, there was a there was a short story I was reading not long ago that was pretty cool. It was, uh, it was from the perspective of uh, uh, Ultramarines. Okay. It was an Ultramarine captain, I think. And at the end of the book, you find out, or at the end of the story, you find out that it's, it's all a simulation. Oh. Right, but he's because he's fighting salamanders for a part of it. It's weird, but it's all a simulation. It's all a war game that uh, Gilliman is putting on. But there's a part where they're fighting. Is this pre-heresy or this is during the heresy? Yeah, so this okay. is like Gilliman basically like like trying to train his captains to be like the best tacticians they can be. And there's a scene where, like, in the end of the book, like they're basically like. <laughs> It's sort of like they're fighting all the legions to like try to uh, try to overcome their strengths, and at the end they're just straight up fighting like a Sons of Horus fleet, and they're like, they're. It gives you an idea of like how elite Sons of Horus are actually supposed to be because they're like they're fighting them. There, there's a space battle going on in the beginning, and then at the end, like they're they're trying to like. They're they're trying to like ambush them and it's not working because they're basically getting counter ambushed. There's all this stuff going on and, and it's sort of going through this captain's like, like man, there's a reason why these guys were the best legion. There's a reason why these guys had the best record. Like yeah. they're super fucking good at war, right? Oh, I think I like really the thing I like about you like dedicating yourself for so long to Sons of Forest is that you have so many like you were kind of leading to this earlier of you have so many different builds that you can do you can do a drop list yeah. you can do it like a veteran heavy like yeah. land raider list you you know i would like you more flexibility do... too i need to i need to get more infantry built so i can have more but yeah it's it is nice yeah. being able to just sort of like play the play the styles that i would like to and then you're also working on a, a custodes list as well that you've been yeah, you talked a little um, bit about it. You've got some custodes and a couple of dreads and yeah, one of the so, tanks. I think. Dread so far. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah, I, I've always I've always been pulled to like elite armies. So custodes were one where it was like, okay, I need to. I there was a point where I was like, okay, I should probably play a loyalist faction. 
And I've always thought the custodes were super rad in the art. And like like with every army, for some reason, I'm always pushed over the edge by the dreadnoughts. And when that Gladius Contemptor, or no, sorry, not the Gladius, the um, uh, the Achilles Contemptor came out with the spear, it was like, all right, done. I feel like I can, uh, <laughs> I can fuck with these guys. Like, and and there, are the, like, like I think part of the reason why a lot of people play them that you only you don't need to have a lot yeah, of them. Yeah, they're in a starter pack. And like for me right now, I think I've got I've got twenty custode custodian or no i guess 10 of the shield guys 10 of the spear guys i have a tribune she give one of those guys a mop <laughs> uh, i mean that's probably what they're doing actually 40K, that's what right? you should do with the the tribune. Probably have the tribune man just give just magnetize it dude just magnetize a yeah. mop on them yeah, a little push bucket. A little push bucket. <laughs> it's like a little Easter egg. Fucking yeah. cave. I didn't model the the shield, but this technically is my shield. It's... <laughs> the mop bucket of protection. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so my to- my total is for that right now is I've got ten guys built. Uh, I have ten guys who are still in the sprue, and then I have uh, a dread a uh, gladius contemptor that's sort of half built, but I don't want to finish it yet because I want to airbrush it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's half built, and um, I have a fat ass, gorgeously painted Telamon in the mail right now. You're which pretty is... much ready to start playing games with them then. Yeah, so my plan right now is I want to get uh, five more of the shield guy done, guys done. Because I, I, I'm kind of, for once, I'd like to actually maybe have this army painted before I start playing it. But I'd like to get five more of the shield guys gone, done, uh, one more uh, uh, spear guy done, and then maybe the tribune. And that would be, including the telemon, that would bring me to 1,200 points. Which is ridiculous, because it's 12 models. <laughs> And that would be start doing four by four. If you, as long as you're willing to let me play that monster of a dreadnought in a yeah, game, I'm, yeah, <laughs> I guess <laughs> it's plasma flavor. Yeah, sweet. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw another one that's not in here um, that we're gonna add to people like well, not like Chud who <laughs> don't know too much about the heresy. But update on Chud: he did buy Horus Rising. Oh. So it's start it's starting. <laughs> anyway, uh, so how how did you get into the heresy? How did you make the switch? Um, well, I sort of alluded to it earlier. Okay, so there's there's basically three things that happened. First Contemptor. was it was the Contemptor. I bought the the Sons of Horus Contemptor, and I was like, oh, I'll use it for my Black Legion, and I'll paint it in a scheme that is suitable for both. So I painted it in Staren colors. And it was like, okay, black and red. That can roll with... I basically... was It was a corn dreadnought for my Black yeah. Legion. And then... The Falchion came out. And I remember saying, like, I love the Glaive model so much. But then when the Falchion came out, and I was just, like, just like, oh uh, my god. Like, <laughs> yeah. The gun was just so cool looking on it. And just the fact that it was called the Super Heavy Tank Destroyer. So, like, it was <laughs> I just I bought it. I ordered that fucker. And, like, um, so 
Yeah, it was that. And then it was uh, what really actually got me got me to start was uh, when they showed the Horus model. It was like, all right. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Like, I played Black Let me just empty my bank account now. And... <laughs> Yeah, like and and that so I I played Black Legion because of Abaddon, but like I played Sons of Horus because of Horus, and Horus is like, like uh, you know Abaddon's cool, sure, but like Horus is fucking Papa Abaddon basically, like oh, Horus yeah. is actual War Master, which to me was super cool to think of like. You know, in 40k, it's like you've got this dude who's like super feared around the galaxy, and he's a he's a badass and all this, but then like his fucking daddy was like 10 times worse than him. Like this like fucking literal demigod character who was responsible for the, for this, the slaughter of trillions of people. (laughs) Like that's the thing, like this huge, and I really, I really liked the books. Like I read, uh, I read Horace rising. I think at that point I'd probably read like the first three books. I think I'd gotten up to like uh, Flight of Eisenstein, and um, and I love I I really like the Sons of Horus in the books, but I really liked Horus in the books because the thing was to me that was really cool was like you're getting this um, connection to this character. Like, firstly, it was just crazy to have the character that Primarchs represented in the first place and have oh, them yeah. just be talking and yeah. stuff, right? But then to like be like, oh, Horus is like this. He's like super charismatic, and you're like you like him. You're like, oh, he's so like, he's a good guy. He's almost, he's almost like gregarious. He's like, he's just like this kind of. He's like, he he looks at his like at the Mournival, and he's like, he looks at them like 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 a chuckling father figure, oh, and yeah. it's like. Like, oh, if only so... daddy told him what he was doing in the basement. And that's the thing. So it's like <laughs> this tragic, it's a really tragic thing. And, and and I think like there's a lot of the Primarchs that are very like, you know, you've got fucking Kurs and you've got like Angron. And it's like, it's not that they don't have tragic stories. Angron has one of the most, tra- one of the most tragic stories. But Horus, it's like he was at least in terms of like a Warhammer character, because I don't think any of them are really good except for maybe Vulcan, but like in terms of Warhammer and what you could call good, like he was probably one of the closest characters to that. And that scene in Horus rising where like, where he, he's basically like, like falls on his knees and he's like, he says like, father, like why have you forsaken me? Because he's trying to make this decision I think it was this 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 humanoid alien race that he didn't want to actually go to war with, but he basically was left with no choice. There was something super like tragic about that. It was like watching this like amazing character fall. Fucking Ibris, man. <laughs> right? And the worst character. Uh, yeah. So so for me that was it was a fascination with that character that I've always had. And like, and also he just happens to be like the baddest dude in the universe, which helps. So <laughs> yes, yeah. you do like, you do like playing with him Yeah, <laughs> and about your falchion, man. Like <laughs> we've had so many good games in the last, like whatever year plus that we've known each other, but yeah. that one game where you brought your falchion and yeah. opening shot of the game, he <laughs> seizes the initiative or first seizes the initiative First shot of the game, shoots his falchion, 
direct hit on my magos rolls a d oh, and it's just even better because i shot at the tank in front of your magos oh, yeah. scattered and it didn't do anything to the tank but it killed the magos <laughs> just like a full tooled up magos peace out and it's just like 300 points or yeah 305 yeah. points yeah oh. <laughs> just gone yeah. just gone you know but those are the games that you remember <laughs> you always remember the worst ones or the best. Or the best, yeah. It's all, but it's going to be it's a good game for John. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. So, and like, I guess last question. We've kind of what? What's the the thing that you're most looking forward to about the LVO? Uh, getting turned. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing Vegas in general, but I'm just looking forward to fucking getting getting drunk at a fucking hotel and playing 30k and having a good time then going out at night it's gonna be fucking fun with yeah, like some fun. friends yeah we just good. don't hang out enough well when you move here in uh t minus however long t we'll minus be good. whenever we find something <laughs> and what for rent it's pretty tough good luck yeah there's lots of things, but You'll that's neither there. But when you, well, if you want, when you, you know what? what? We'll hang out more if you want, sure. we could just, you know, get a nice box and put it underneath the trellis bridge, <laughs> and you'd be you'd be set up. It's just me in a box surrounded by thirty k armies. Yeah, because Bree would not come with you. <laughs> not if I was going to live under a box. Yeah, not under a box. In the box, oh, Tao. Sorry. In the box. Yeah, yeah. There's be no room for the models though, so no. you'd have to. Put them high, make sure that the tide doesn't take them. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, Sweet. I think that's our interview, John. Word. Yeah. Yes. Thanks for having me. So we can let you go now. You can, I, can go to I know it's it's past <laughs> your bedtime. We're, an hour and a half. <laughs> an hour and a half past your bedtime, yes. You gotta get up early. Word. Word. So we will... We thanks for coming on. Mm-hmm. Thanks, thanks for fun. the romantic bike ride. You know this evening. That was fun too. Pre pre record. Perfect. Oh, the lighting was <laughs> just excellent. Was it just like a perfect like twilight? We it did. Was, it was. We literally watched the sunset on a hill together. <laughs> no... Not the sunset. We watched the magic hour of light. <laughs> you know that 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 perfect. It was like we went and did a nice bike ride along Dallas Road. Looking over at the Olympic Range in yeah, Washington, gorgeous. it was and the the light was perfect. Sounds beautiful. We didn't hold hands, but we wanted to. Yeah, we, can't, we can't do that. <laughs> we have to lead our fake lives with our with our quote girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Oh shit! I really hope they never listen to this. <laughs> Well, sweet, John. Thanks for coming on. All right, listeners, we'll be back in a bit. The Boys of the Golden And welcome back. I hope you enjoyed uh, our interviews with some of the bros we're going down to Vegas with and uh, learning a little bit. Viva Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. 
Um, and obviously the news that uh, the well, at least one of the boys is running the event, and the other boys is going to be helping him. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, so the narrative event in Vegas. Uh, we forgot to talk about it in the beginning, but how many points was the narrative event going to be again? <laughs> yes, it's 2,500 points. <laughs> oh, Just thought I'd throw that in there. Um, so, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, we got... I hope you guys really enjoyed the show. We put a lot of effort into this episode, guys. Uh, we worked around some schedules and try to get as much information. As, I think it's going to be our, it's most definitely our longest episode yet. Oh yeah, for sure. It's probably going to, I think it's run time is going to be like two and a half, almost three hours. Really? That long? Well, definitely. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Two and a half, uh, three hours. Yeah. Chad was just so chatty. Yeah. Ch- 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 <laughs> chatty Chad. Uh, uh, we're just going to uh, talk about some last little things before we head out, which is, oh, a dude I totally forgot about. Uh, what? What do you forget? Talking about, uh, derp derp, uh, my buddy Tanner getting, getting our flugels and stuff, plus he's giving <gasps> us a new outro. I talked oh, to him sweet. about what you, the what ideas? you wanted, the, uh, the, <laughs> the tunage with the, the plop and the flush. Okay, that yeah. goes along with our new. Uh, oh, idea? yeah, we got. Well, no, we should uh, give uh, Eric a little shout oh, out. Yeah, yeah, little Eric thank- Estrada. <laughs> yes, Iron Warriors Eric. Thank you very much for the logo that you threw together with <laughs> us chilling where we should be. Yeah, <laughs> with, with Noam Chomsky in in the bowl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we need so, to get dice uh, made next. Oh yeah, yeah. Some uh, some some toilets on uh, golden toilets on the on the one. <laughs> I was actually thinking we should have it on the two. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> it would confuse so many people. Oh, but that's so good. Yeah, that is so good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That needs to be done. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we may. I guess we. Yeah, we'll have to look into that for maybe a future event. Yeah. <laughs> Make it like we could do some. Uh, we could do some like crazy rules. Like, uh, did have you heard of uh, the Inferno events that the guys from the Eye of Horus no. were going to? It was like a series of I think like four events over the course of, I think it was maybe a year. Like they were quarterly or something like that, and. I think maybe I'm getting this mixed up with another event, but I think they had like a dice like system, like you'd get one dice. No, I think this is, I'm getting it confused with um, the independent characters and some like event that they went to, but like, it was like, you'd get one dice attending the event, like kind of like our dog tag system. And you, that could be like a re-roll kind of thing almost like the i guess the command points i think it oh, is yeah, or whatever yeah. for eight so yeah i don't know it could be something like that and maybe like two is the magic number two is the magic two is the magic number, Big number. <laughs> yeah six actually betrays you yeah <laughs> and is really a two and the two is actually the six wouldn't six just be diarrhea two three times over Mm, i don't know these are questions that we'll have to ponder (laughs) (laughs) Um, anyway on the talking about poop jokes uh 
We're plug uh Food Hammer has asked us to was <laughs> that's a terrible segue. <laughs> what are you talking about? They can't. They go to the state. It's all. The well, they stuff. yeah. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, food, food hammer. It's actually it's not a 30k uh, event, but it's for a really good cause put on by our buddy Chris Jones. Okay. So we're gonna give it a little shout out. Um, Saturday, October 14th is the Hobbit and um, Sigmar event on sunday november 4th is the warhammer event on sunday november 5th is the blood bowl and x-wing event and on sunday november 12th is the malifaux event uh you can get more information at foodhammer.ca or facebook foodhammer um no 38k event this year no but maybe in the future but maybe in the future, I have spoken to Chris about uh, such things, but definitely couldn't have done it this year too much on the plate. But yes, maybe next year, uh, the boy, the boys, the GT <laughs> will be coming uh, to the next Food Hammer event. The so it's a really some food to your peeps. Yeah, all the all the proceeding um, money goes to local food banks in the Vancouver area. So it's a really good event, and uh, you know I know there's a lot of 30k players out there that still have their 40k armies and are interested in eighth. So uh, you know maybe go out and uh, support a good cause. Oh, yeah. So uh, I used to do yeah. the events all the time for Malifaux, and yeah, they're a great cause. Was, oh, at Food Hammer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool! Yeah, so I've I didn't been, know that. I've known Chris for a few years now, and we used to do all yeah all the uh, that we called the Malifoods. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. yeah, I met Chris at the the CK Studio right. airbrushing course. I can't believe he did both of those airbrush clinics in like this weekends in a row. There was another one. Yeah, there was one like the weekend before in Vancouver. Are you serious? Yeah. I didn't know about that. Yeah, he did that one, and then he did the one, the CK Studios one with you. Who who put on the, the uh, one in... I think it was Matthew Fontaine. Oh, shit. Yeah. I yeah, because I met, like, that's, we... Oh, no, I'm thinking of a different... Okay, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> getting my getting my Jedi painters mixed up. <laughs> um, um, anything yes. else? Yes, of course. There's always more. Um, first of all, we'll shout out our Facebook page. Um, also, uh, VictoriaHeresy.com, uh, LVO. Go to uh, the LVO 2017 uh, webpage and get your 30K championship tickets or your 30K narrative tickets or your Mega Battle tickets or any other... 40k or other events that you may fancy if you don't yet have your 30k list and are listening to us getting getting hard for heresy would, i don't know why you would be listening to us if you didn't really i guess if you want to start it no man i was listening to you know i started to listen to uh to dan before uh dan <laughs> I started to listen to the Imperial Truth and Greg Dan before uh, I had a full, full art. I guess I had one miniature. I probably had one, a couple of Thalax when I started listening to my first 30k podcast. But I was definitely 30k curious before I, uh, you know, fully 
dived in. We should totally do a episode about how to get your friends into 30k. Oh, start a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> my brothers, man. Oh yeah. I, <laughs> my brother Carter is working in a game store right now what? and he sells 30, 40k miniatures and like there's boxes of calf and prospero and stuff like that and he's just like looking at it and he's just like no i can't i have to resist i have to resist awesome. uh so yes it's working oh, um, i guess uh, other news uh you you'll be able to find us on itunes now Yes, we can be found on iTunes. It'd be great to uh, get some subscribers. And if you're liking us, leave us a review and maybe leave us a comment. That'd be great. Uh, If you don't have iTunes or just against Apple for whatever reason, you can also find us on SoundCloud. So just look up the Boys of the Golden Throne on SoundCloud. You should be able to find us. I think it's a toilet. No, no, it's not the toilet. There's our symbol right now, is it? Uh, Yeah, it's the... it's the golden toilet, yeah, the it's golden the toilet throne, and then us in our captain's hats. <laughs> no, I don't. No, I don't think you have your captains. Oh. I think that's that's the back the banner oh, of the right, Facebook. The banner. Yeah. Yes, uh, but yeah. uh, and the the last thing we want to sh- shout out is uh, the night raffle, um, supporting our our brothers over at the Varangian Ver- Heresy podcast, uh, and all proceeds are going to the fight uh, against. DMD, uh, which is Deshane's disease, and uh, it's there's some crazy prizes. It's three fully painted night houses, and you get every single night that is out there, every single uh, every single one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> including it's like all the forged G- ones and all the all the ones, ones, even the new uh, Porphyron and oh. the GW one that's like fully magnetized to kit out every single option so mm-hmm. you can do the errant or the paladin or the crusader or the warren you know whatever you it's need. your whatever you need so they've got three of those there's also a warhound titan being raffled and i think there maybe are a couple other things i'm not 100 percent sure but even that like <laughs> you know that's yeah. pretty ridiculous there's um you know jody and uh and freddie have been pumping out some pictures of the knights that are are being up for for raffle and they're just absolutely beautiful so uh you know it's uh 35 dollars gets you a single ticket uh it even if you don't win it's it you're supporting a great cause yeah, so uh giving to a good cause there's no point not to. yeah and this year they're trying to raise ten thousand dollars and the last time i checked they need just like a couple hundred dollars more so uh get out there and uh, let's try to hit this goal this year. We, I think they just missed it last year. And uh, happy to say that uh, the boys of the Golden Throne have bought three tickets for the raffle. So we're going to f- keep our fingers crossed so that I can actually make that dream come true of uh, <laughs> busting in with Fill It Up into <laughs> an event playing uh, some awesome rap music. And we just, uh, you know, take names. <laughs> all i'm thinking is like uh wu-tangs bring the ruckus oh no did i sent you i'm totally blanking on the it's the song the song in my head is is from uh the bad boys 2 oh sent, that's right nelly and uh, i think it's nelly and puff daddy <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's super all, badass oh it's super badass yeah exactly we're gonna 
like I said, we're going to take names. Me and Phil are out. <laughs> Phil are out. So go out there, get some tickets, support our uh, brothers over there at the Varangian Heresy. And uh, yeah, I think that's it for me. Yeah, yeah, I think that's everything. Um, everybody, thank you for listening. Uh, we've been getting a lot of great reviews and people have been loving us. Uh, any feedback is always going to be positive. Uh, we want to get better at this, so please help us. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what we're send, doing wrong until you tell us. Shoot us a message on our Facebook page yes. rather than leaving that message on iTunes, please. Yes. That would be great. <laughs> yeah, have yourselves a great day and uh, hope to see you in the next episode. Viva Las Vegas. Oh, I guess if you hear this and want to meet up with us in Vegas, message us on the Golden Throne. Oh, yeah, because yeah. it's... Yeah, there's going to be some hotel parties. There's going to be some side games. Yeah, it's going to be fun. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, just just there. Uh, Have yourself a great night. Bye. See you guys.